All right, all right. Welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, episode number 13. One of our favorite numbers. This is the listeners. Yes. Is that, was that, are you pimping your show? That is that what that was? No, I just said lucky 13. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, Deja vu, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing the same joke and I was doing, I was going the, yeah. back with the same joke. So was joke. I. <laughs> okay. See? Oh, that is what you said the first time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this is our second run around. We just recorded 12 minutes. It was absolutely atrocious, but it, <laughs> it wasn't recorded. So it ended up being good, but yeah, we're starting off not not much better this time. But yeah, uh, episode 13, uh, Listener's Choice, and wow, we're happy to be here. We're really excited about it. I'm Dave Z, of course. We have Christian, we have Brandon. Hello. 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 And we're all happy to be here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we're happy to be here, especially today, because it's Listener's Choice, and what better time to celebrate the listeners than... Right after the news that we just got like a week or so ago, that our show is the most downloaded show on the Horror Fia Network in the month of April. Yay! I did not know this. Amazing. Amazing. And, and nobody saw it coming, except Christian. I am the great kazoo. You did it, man. Who saw you made Christian coming? St- <laughs> what do you say? Christian's coming. Who saw Christian coming? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do twice a day, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, the shallow end of yeah, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know what, though? I will say that uh, if it came across as pompous, I didn't mean it to come across as pompous. I just, I do the editing on the on the show, and when I heard that show, I said, wow, action-packed, tons of movies mentioned, and I just knew I, it was going to, you know, hit home with a lot of a lot of horror fans. You were right. Yeah, you were I mean, I hope it hit home. We, we know they at least listened. So, yeah. A lot of people listened. It dominated the network. It, it, it was the first time it's happened. It took us by surprise. I and mean, we were slipping. I think I mentioned on, on that show before that we started off one, then we went two, then we went three. Then boom, zip, back to one. So it was a pleasant surprise. I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, usually Skeleton Crew, anytime we release a show at all, it automatically is number one. Anytime a show comes out by the Skeleton Crew, it's just automatic. And it has been for since 2012, except for one month, when Banana Laser, I'm proud to say, knocked them out of the top spot for one month. But since then, it hasn't happened and, until now. So that was... Uh, You're the only one that can knock the top show, which happens to have you on it, out of first place? Yes, but the first time when I was on Banana Laser, I wasn't on that show yet. I was, uh, I was brand new to podcasting. Ah, so it's not you, it's me. I knew it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yep, it's you. It's the wild card. It's the wild card. So, so yeah... Thanks, guys. Thanks for, uh, you know... You're, you're uh, welcome. Yeah, you too, Brandon. Oh, thank, oh thank I thought you were thanking us for thank you. making the show what it is. Thank you all. We're just thanking everybody here. Is that so bad? No. No. Uh, the listeners, so, uh, the listeners uh, without that, we wouldn't have this show or that number one spot. So, hey, I'm all for it. And I love the feedback we got on that show, too. Even if I got called out for not liking the descent, even if Brandon didn't get nearly as, ra- I thought you were going to get razzed for that Friday Seven thing. And honestly, I had to bring it up. It's all in the wording. It's all in the wording. Go back and listen. I never said it was my favorite film. I said I wanted to give a shout out to a film that was. You, it was your pick for a, that a, year. That I watched a lot as a child, and I just haven't given it a shout out for that year. 
It was your official selection, correct? It was my official selection, but okay. I don't consider it my favorite. Period. End of story. Well, you, broke, you broke the rules. You shouldn't have then. What can I, now you got to live with it. I'll live with it. Yeah, no, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you'll take it. Black Phillips style. I'll take it Black Phillips style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Black Phillip, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Philip? <laughs> Very good. This show's hit an all-time low. <laughs> well. Not sure if that was a sheep or a goat. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got, I got something to tell you here. Cue the soundbite. <laughs> Dave's very quick on those soundbites. It only takes him about 35 minutes. It's like he's taking his phone out of his back pocket. <laughs> Dave, I gotta be honest, you do it better. I do? So back to the show after my clickety-clackety soundbite. But it's official because I got the Blu-ray, so I'm happy, and that's one of the things I did. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to isolate that for the show. Clickety-clackety. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That should drop us to number 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're, we're, we're heading down. It's going to be a uh, – it was a fluke. It was a fluke. We're Buster Douglas. I know it. We'll see. Either way, we're happy people are listening regardless of – what spot we're in, but it was nice to take that spot. So, it, how, how perfect is it that the listener show comes right after we get that news? And you know, yeah. life is good. Yeah, you know, we're happy with it. And we got emails. We asked for emails. We got them. It, it it only took us to ask, and then we did. And we got those couple others that just did for the for the hell of it. Last show that we discussed, and now, you know, now we have real emails. Almost, you could say, flooding in. So we shouldn't have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry>. No, <laughs> the listeners at this point are like what the hell are these guys laughing about they have no idea take two yeah. <laughs> alright uncommon interests remember that was the show I was on I did the interview with our friend Craig Chaos and he sent us an email says hey guys thanks for the shout out last episode wanted to ask you guys about a movie Back in the day, I used to mess around with a woman with big old titties. <laughs> Her titties got nothing to do with it. I just wanted to brag. <laughs> nice. This is the shallow end of horror. I'm, I'm dubbing it. It's in response to the Shockwave show, that new show. You know, They call themselves the, the, the deep end. And I said, well, I guess they can have that moniker, but I think the shallow end fits us well. So here we are. Anyway, it's going to come after the colon. Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, colon, The Shallow End of Horror. So now, would that be a bleach colon? <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Where would you find that bleach colon? Would that be in the Resurrectum? <laughs> colon Resurrectum. Ow, yeah. I have oh. a feeling that's going to come up again, too. Oh, I know, because I saw one of the questions. Hmm. Anyway, I'm jumping the gun anyway, as usual. That's okay, you know. It's some guys have that problem. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Christian. At least you're not spotting like Dave. <laughs> All right. Anyways, it's like like the letter says, she turned me on to a little film called Little Cory Gory. It shows up on a lot of those twenty horror films on two DVD sets. Are any of you familiar with this film or the director's work? They actually have a website to watch for free. 
on the side, you can read about how our, how the filmmaker got ripped off. It's crazy. Wow. Thanks, Craig. Chaos. P.S. Rocky IV. The first film I saw at a drive-in was A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, double bill with Rocky IV. <laughs> Such an odd pairing. You be the judge of which is the better film. Okay, so two orders of business. Little Corey Gory. What do we know? Well, I brought it up on the uh, the forty year show. You brought it up. What, what prompted you to bring it up? When we got to ninety three, I was just shouting out the names of films from that year, and that one popped out. Oh, it it, it was a shout out in. I never saw it though. I it just was a shout out in the literal sense, like you yeah. didn't. That's possibly oh, the name because I never saw the movie. I never saw the movie either. Although reading the synopsis, I kind of want to see it now. Well, I'm going to go on the website and read about how the director got ripped off, and, and we'll, that'll be our cliffhanger for next week. Cliffhanger. And now we have he enough. He didn't get ripped off. We'll have to see that and possibly his ex-girlfriend's big titties. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We'll take. I took them for a spin last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you pitch them after the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Craig. Why didn't you include the picture? This is an email. If you want to send pictures, you could have sent a picture of those big old titties. Yeah, we would have shown it on the podcast. Just a close-up. <laughs> yeah, we would have showed it on the webpage, on the Facebook page. You know? I- I'd do that. We wouldn't get in trouble. But, yeah, so we'll talk about that next time. But little Corey Gorey, it, uh, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like it's a garbage pail kid, doesn't it? It does. Isn't it Corey Gorey? Yeah. It might even be a Garbage Pail Kid. Well, that's a movie you have to see if you haven't seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Garbage that's Pail it. Kids. It's like a, a hell of a movie. Yeah, it's like a hidden treasure. It's, it's so cheesy and garbagey. It's great. It's out of control. Like, I, I saw it for the first time a couple years ago, and I was like, man, I wish I would have seen this in college. Because it's it's it, it's a movie that if you if you know if you're whacked out on something which I was in college you would enjoy it it's like totally made for for acid or, or weed or something it's 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 freaking wacky wacky <laughs> so don't do drugs kids just just saying so Corey Gory nobody has seen it so no. we're not familiar with this or the director's work right. I don't know who the director is. I can't. <laughs> well, then, yeah, well then, Bill, no. Mar- Bill Maroney. <laughs> Bill Maroney. Bill Maroney. Shoot me another title that he's done. Safe House, Roll Call, and Old School. Not Old School. Old School. <laughs> <laughs> like Old King Cole? O L E? No, just Old. Just all. Uh, and oh, it's, no. it's School oh, spelled with a K. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even. I don't even think it's out yet. He's only. He only has four credits on here. What? I don't even know if these other films are hard. Okay. Well, we're not familiar, Craig, but uh, we'll keep up on it. Okay, let's get to this part now. Rocky Four. Did we bring it up on show oh. 100? Or 100? Show 10? <laughs> we, we definitely just... mentioned it. Oh, we talked about No Easy Way Out and everything. So yeah, I just don't remember. I yeah, I mentioned guys... my friend's uncle wrote the song. Yeah. So maybe he did hear it on show 11. Okay, so he brought up Rocky Four, right? So yeah, so we saw Rocky Four and Nightmare on Elm Street 2. At a drive-in. That's a weird double feature. Very. That and that's what he says. Such an odd pairing, and it's it true. Is. But what is the better film? Rocky Four. Yeah, there's really no debate there. I gotta tell you, I'm. This is weird for me, and I'll tell you why. I'm a big fan of the Rocky series. Like I, parts one through three, I love them. 
I love those movies. Rocky Four may or may not be my least favorite in that entire series. Yeah, you're crazy. What? You're absolutely no, you're, crazy. No, that's yeah. that, I could say I could say Friday Seven's the greatest movie ever now, and I I won't get as much shit as you will for just saying that's just saying that statement. It's, I, it's, I agree it's, now. <laughs> you agree with me? It is, Brandon? No, Brandon. It is bubblegum. That's what makes it just the best out of the best. I told you, it's a music video expanded into a feature-length film, and it works on every level. <laughs> you think? I think it's so boring when he sets foot in Russia. I check completely out of that movie. As a kid, I did. I had, I always have. Like the beginning is fine. The beginning is really cool, actually, and everything with Apollo. The first like half an hour is great. I've noticed that uh, um, a lot of movies have great first acts, and then I fall out. And this is one of them. And it shouldn't have been. I mean, I loved one through three. Part three, man, I could quote that thing word for word when I was a kid. I was so wrapped up in Rocky at that time. And then four came. I like the fight in four. I think fight, it might be the best fight of him and Drago. But it just seems that for me personally, after after the first, after he sets foot in, in Russia and that training begins and just that whole thing and I don't know, the montages and the discussions, I, it just, I don't know, it just took me right down. It was like, th- those movies are all high, there's, th- there's, I don't know, it just seems like everything came to a, a screeching halt for me, in that, right then and there. So, I don't know. It's, I guess I'm in the minority. You don't know. <laughs> I, I guess not. I Rocky just, Five is the worst of the series. I gotta tell you, I, I don't know, I enjoy Rocky Five. I enjoy yeah. it too, but it's probably my least favorite out of the series. The or, fight sucks. Or Rocky Balboa. Oh, no, I, I like Rocky. that too. Oh. Ugh. Or Creed. Like I haven't seen Creed yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. Creed's, a, Creed's a big turd. A lot uh, of people love we, we already talked about this. Uh, I disagree. But no, Rocky Four. I agree, Brandon. I, yeah, Dave's wrong. And I'm not okay. a big... I love the Nightmare on Elm Street series for the most part. We'll get to those, I guess, soon-ish. Maybe not. I don't know. But <laughs> one in three... One and three are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Two is one of my least favorite. Two and Freddy's Dead. And I guess the remake. Those those are all kind of um, the ones that near the bottom. I give two a slight edge over Freddy's Dead and the remake, for sure. Hmm. I'm weird, because number th- number two, like, th- one and three are, are, are my favorite two. Probably three first, and then one. And then, after that, <laughs> I don't care very much for the series, but part two is still my third favorite. It, it's the number three by default. It's better to me than the atrocities of four and five and six. And, yeah. And I don't like New Nightmare. It's just as ridiculous as the others. But it's actually my third favorite. It's I would only give it like maybe a five and a half out of ten or something. But <laughs> it still qualifies for being my third favorite of that series. So, it's tough. I mean, I guess if I'm talking like that, by again, by default, I guess I'd have to pick Nightmare 2 over Rocky 4, but... Uh, me. I'm, I'm not thrilled with either of them. It's just, you know? I know we're a horror show, but, again, you can't just, by default, pick the horror movie. Rocky 4 is just like, hey, it, to me, that, like, is a p- perfect American film. <laughs> hmm. Hollywood film. It's just popcorn. It is. It's too popcorn. It's too cheesy, man. It's uh, like... And don't get me started too... on popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, right. When it's like a jump the shark moment. That's what Rocky Four is. It's when the series jumped the shark to me. A lot of people, just... a lot of people thought that, I think. But 
Uh, you know, the magic was yeah. still there, and it was. I, I don't know. I love it. It is tons of montage sequence. It is a padded film, but it works for that. It just works. And I'll tell you, Rocky Five is the opposite to me. I like the first two acts, and I don't like the fight, and I don't like the end. I don't. That's what I usually. I like the fight. Rocky Five. I like the, the you know the story and how I'm going back and everything else. But when it came down to the actual fight shit and it was a street fight, it was just fucking, I didn't like that. I mean, it fit the movie, but. But yeah, so, Rocky yeah. Four all the way. We're all in the group. Rocky Four, two to one, we win. Yeah. All right, all right, you win. All right. Rocko! Rocko, you rock. That should right. be the next Rocky, Rocky versus Freddy. Yeah, do you I'm having some bad dreams. This is guy. <laughs> no? Yeah, we should just do yeah. that series against series. What's the better series? Bottom line, it's definitely Rocky. I don't think you need a show for that. I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck! And I'm a horror guy first. Polly, Paul, <laughs> go whacked up. Polly got whacked up by this Freddy. <laughs> okay, question two. Travis Christian. All right, my man. Love that says, last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to have two first names. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I only have one. <laughs> he says, big, great show. Uh, listening to number 11, about halfway through it. Great job so far, guys. I have not heard so much race slang since I watched Clint Eastwood's Grande Trino. Good <laughs> 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 work, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Is that a compliment? <laughs> No, he says, he says keep up the great work. So yeah, I guess he enjoys it. So yeah, uh, we talked all kinds of shit, didn't we? <laughs> all right. Now we have Bill, our, our buddy Bill Casanelli. Wait, there was no question there. No, just a comment. He just oh, having fun. That's it. But I'm reading it because that's how we roll around here, you know. So oh, this is a long one. Holy cow! Subject idea. We're gonna do the long one on the next show. Because it's it's going to be pretty in depth, so we'll do that in the next show. So now, okay, Bill Castanelli, how about you guys do an episode about killer genitals? You could start with seventy five's Welcome Back, Brother Charles. I don't know what that is. Go through Teeth, Bad Biology, One Eyed Monster, and Killer Rack. I'm sure that there are more. Those are just off the top of my head. Later, BC, BC, <laughs> <laughs> killer genitals. See. This is the low, the shallow end of horror. It's true. Who would think to, you know, who would think to ask that question unless that was true, right? We should do that. Killer genitals? Killer I'm genitals. sitting on some killer genitals right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do sm- it. You should smell this nutbag. Oh. 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 All right. Next question. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> we are going to do that show. We'll get on with it. We'll figure it out. Okay, this is our buddy. He's usually on Twitter. Evil Taylor Hicks. Oh, this uh, is the big question. Oh, here it is. The term oh, paper. <laughs> this is the big And I, uh, initially, I said I'm going to surprise them on the show with it. And, you know, just to get through the reaction. I didn't even read the whole thing. And I even went back and said that. But upon further review, I was like, well, we can't do it. That's too much to think about. So let's get on the big question because this is interesting. Hey, guys. Evil ta- Taylor Hicks here. Escaping the 140 character restrictions of Twitter to pose a Friday the 13th hypothetical for you. Take a drink, everybody. Take a drink. Yeah. You're given the chance to do an all-star version of Friday the 13th. When you put together a new movie, 
using any characters from previously made Friday the 13th films, including the remakes. This is nerd fantasy, so characters would be played by actors at the same age as when they first played them. You get to use any director and screenwriter from the previous films. With this in mind, who would be your director, screenwriter, final girl, Jason and or Pamela, supporting cast? The one catch, though, is that every movie in the series much must be represented, meaning even part eight must be represented in some way. <laughs> Loving the show, guys. Looking forward to the next episode, Evil Taylor Hicks. All right. See, it's we a, can't escape Friday the 13th. No, that's a great question. It is but a when fantastic I read it, I, When I read it, I was like, I'm going to need a couple of weeks. <laughs> what about you? you? I mean, I could go right now. I could go right now, and it would be the... Um, the telekinetic girl from part seven riding muffin fi- fighting uh what? deformed face jason from part one who's riding his mother in a big <laughs> jousting battle at the end i don't think that's what he meant but that's okay you use a couple of movies in there and you did use a couple and now he's, he thinks he's a big shot because he knows muffin now because of our, our trivia the other day i was telling christian before we start recording that you Pulled out the trivia because you knew Muffin. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got to know Muffin. <laughs> okay, well, Christian, uh, what do you got? <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to use, I'll, go, I'll try to go in order. So the writer is going to be Victor Miller from part one. The final girl is going to be Amy Steele from Friday the 13th part two. I'm going to steal yeah. the Shelly character from Friday the 13th part three because it's Shelly. Uh, and he might bring Jason a hockey mask or something like that. I'm going to steal Ted White as Jason from Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. I'm also going to take the demon character, because he's awesome from A New Beginning, and he's just going to be one of the victims in the movie. Uh, Tom McLaughlin is going to be the director from you know Jason Lives. I'm going to steal the sleeping bag kill from Friday the 13th Part 7, A New Blood. And the distributor is going to be Paramount, and that's what's coming from Friday the 13th. Jason Takes Manhattan, I should say. (laughs) That was a cheap one, but that's what I'm stealing from that. Um, From Jason Goes to Hell, we're going to take the special effects crew, which is, uh, you you know, uh, uh, the guys behind Walking Dead, KMB or whatever they were back in the day. Yeah, there was somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Then from Jason X, I'm stealing the face smash kill, which is just phenomenal. Freddy vs. Jason, I'm stealing Robert England, and he's going to be Crazy Ralph. And then from the remake, <laughs> Friday 13th, 2009, I've got to steal Juliana. Juliana Gill? Gwill? The hot mm-hmm. one with the stupendous tits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to be in it too. There you go. Wow. Uh, two things. Oof, wow. That was really good. And number two, our lists are a lot alike. <laughs> wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get as good as you did. I just looked at the things and I didn't. But now I'm going to do it your style. That's going to be more fun. So here's here's what we are the same. Actually, no. I'll, um, my director is going to be Steve Miner because he did two of them. He did two and he did three. So I guess I'll credit him. He comes from part three. Joe Zito. Because my final girl, <laughs> Joe Zito is cool, but he's not He's not the man like uh, Miner. He's, he's directing my muffin scene. <laughs> there you go okay Joe Zito uh, Ginny has to be my final girl of course yes. of course she does so that's what comes from part 2 so I I, I kind of did a good trick there because I got Steve yeah. Miner I used him from 3 instead of 2 so I got Miner from 3 I got Ginny from 2 Amy Steele of course now the screenwriter of course same as you Victor Miller because who else 
Yeah. You know, that's that's what started it all. I mean, you could say Ron Kurz if you wanted to get, you know, into it. But so there you go. That's from part one. Now, because of that, because I took everybody from the movies. Well, because my makeup guy, you know, I love K&B and those guys, but I, I got to go with Savini. I know. So, I know. That was hard. I, I stiff Savini, to be honest. I, I I can't stiff him, so he's gonna he's gonna get pulled from the final chapter, which means I I have to take a Jason from uh, you know not from one two three or four. Well, one doesn't count. Fuck yeah, uh, I can't use a two three or four because they've been used. So Derek I'm Mears. gonna. You think Derek Mears? Huh? Derek, I, don't get me wrong, Kane Hodder. I love what. Kane Hodder, and I actually yeah. like C.J. Graham, even though a lot of people don't like that movie so much. But I think. Derek Mears, I think, because he borrows so much from um, the Ted White version of it, I don't know. That's that's my second my my new go to as my second choice for Jason. Yeah, I, I do like him. I do like his portrayal. I just I don't think I could do that. I just think that. But well, who else am I going to take from Seven? All the characters sucked in Seven. Bernie, so. Barney, Terry Barney. Kaiser. Oh, Bernie. Okay, he could play Bernie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could be dead. Bernie he versus be Jason. <laughs> yes, he could, this time, this time, Bernie was killed by Jason, and fucking the council have to pretend he's alive. Weekend <laughs> at Jason's. Weekend at Karen Crystal Lake. <laughs> they keep him alive, so Jason keeps coming back to try to kill him again. That's the whole plot. <laughs> Weekend at Crystal Lake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Weekend at Jason's. <laughs> yeah. Weekend at Higgins Haven. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Holy shit. So, I don't want to use anybody from 7, so I'm going to use Kane Hodder from 7. Oh, just to hit. Good. Yeah, so that that's what I'll do with that. You guys are really riding the 7 thing. The 7 is not that bad. The characters aren't very good. I'm not saying it's that bad. I like 7 more than I like fucking eight? 6 and 8 and 9 and oh. 10. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, six? Ooh, really? No, yeah, a lot of people don't like 6 anymore. I love 6 too, huh. but yeah, no, I, like six. I like 8 is probably my least favorite. Um, and then... Nine. And yeah, and then uh, seven and nine kind of together, mm. and I think I like ten a little bit more than the ten would have been better if it was more comic book. But we're not going to get into all those. Sorry, Dave. Keep no, going. it's okay. Um, <laughs> what do I forget now? I just need supporting cast, right? I, I I got the makeup. I got the I got the uh, the writer, the actor, right? Yeah. So supporting cast, I got to pluck one from each thing. So I didn't use anybody from five yet. So yeah, I got to piggyback you there. Of course, it's gonna be Demon. Absolutely, he's one of the best characters. He's great, you know. Shit. And so damn <laughs> Let's sing it. Right. Let's do a duet. Damn Angelatas. Oh man. So yeah. So Demon from five. Now six. Hmm. Oh man. Who do I like? It? Oh, the only one I like in six really. I guess I, I, you know, I like I like the Darcy DeMoss, the um, the camper yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll pick her because she did a good job and, and she's sexy. So, so we'll throw her in there. She could do more than ride, uh, you know, ride in a van, or or not, or she could be in the same scene, whatever. Uh, seven, we have him. Okay, eight. Who am I gonna take for mate? You know, I'm gonna take for mate that fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a purpose. How about right? just the guy's head? <laughs> and, and it explodes in your version it's just an exploding head <laughs> nice how about a dog exploding head that would <laughs> can, be awesome can I blow a fucking dog's head why not man 
Please. Probably yeah. you've done it before. I, I, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard you. I've heard you flown worse. Bam, <laughs> <laughs> a lamb. Oh, Black Philip. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. T- they're talking about purpose, and then we suck. So I'm giving him a purpose in this one. Exploding head or not, he's gonna Toby. be in there. Toby, the Toby. fucking dog. Yeah, your name is Toby. That's right. And uh, so that's eight. Jason goes to hell. What can I sell with that fucking shit? Uh, oh, boy. Who is a good character from Jason Goes to Hell? Anybody? Fuck Creighton Duke. Um, oh, yeah, J- uh, Duke. oh, you oh, you took the makeup, people. Smart move. Smart move. Oh, I'll take Erin Gray just because I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she could fit in. She's fine. I've always liked her. And she's kind of cute. Uh, part 10? What do we have? Jeez, who'd you take from 10? I just took a kill. I don't know. I kind of cheat, cheaped out oh. there. I stole the, the kill, the face smash kill from that movie. Well, should I? St- no, I won't steal a kill. I'll steal- they're, they're, all the girls are hot, actually, in that movie. Lexa Doig. Yes, okay. thank you. I'll take Lexa any day. Oh, yeah. She's a very underrated franchise girl. No, no one talks about her. Yeah. Canadian. A lot of Canadian in that one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, are you surprised? Shit, they film everything there. You know? So it's fucking uh, tax breaks. It goes good. Right. Is that it? Ten and then the remake? Oh, oh Freddy, versus, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, fuck. What can you take oh. from there? Freddy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want Freddy again in my fucking movie. No, <laughs> you take the actor from... and you use him as Crazy Ralph. Come on. Yeah, it was a good one. I'm not going to steal it, though. But uh, I'll uh, I'll come up with... Who else is in that movie? Freddy versus Jason. Oh, well, you can't ever go wrong with what's-her-name. Um, Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh, shit. No, Catherine Isabel. Can't go oh, that's right, Cat- yeah. Yeah, man, yep. she could be in any horror movie I make. So, yes. Yeah, another so another be- Canadian. Another yeah. Canadian. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh, Black Philip. <laughs> we were going to change the national anthem with that, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, Black <laughs> Philip. Bam, a lamb. Bam, Bam, a lamb. Oh, Black Philip. <laughs> Stay away from my bleached asshole. <laughs> okay, uh, the remake. That's what's left. I will just have to grab a... They're all hot. I would have oh, taken your... Yeah. But um, just to get a, another hot girl in there, I'll, I'll pick the other one. Um, Willa Ford. She could be in my movie any day. I liked her kill in that movie. Yeah. That was yeah. probably one of the best kills. Yeah, that was the machete through the uh, through the thing. Through the... Yep. Yep. Through the... The dark. The deck. The dock. Yeah, that's the word Fucking... I was looking for. Yeah, the dock. The CG turned me off on that scene. I didn't like the way the CG looked. That was my problem with that. I liked your guys' answers. Unfortunately, I just don't feel comfortable enough with the franchise to have done a serious answer like that. But at some point, maybe I will. I really need to revisit the earlier ones. Oh, I'll be telling <sighs> you, like... I'll tell you right now, if I had the choice to do it, I don't even know if we discussed this on the show, but if we, this was like a game using pieces of all the other franchises, but if I had a remake, I would love to use like, I already have like, I think no, uh, Naomi Watts would be a great Pamela Voorhees. Hmm. She's hovering around the uh, 50 mark, 50 year mark right now. I think she'd be great. Like, if no makeup on, I think she'd be perfect. And then, I don't know if you guys watch Shameless. How about Pamela Anderson, so she's not to change her name? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes! I love Pamela Anderson. And how old is she now? Probably, probably around 50. 
Was she going to kill everybody with Hep C? What the hell's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's part of that, by the way, actually. So. You think she's what? I think they announced that she was free of that now or something like that. I, I didn't know you could be, but I think she, I think that's something. It's like it follows. You have to pass it on yeah. to someone else. So Tommy <laughs> Lee's got it now. Yeah. And then keep oh. walking. <laughs> Man, she's hot. She's my favorite girl of all time. Isn't that strange? Coming from me. Canadian? That, yeah. Pamela Anderson, like straight up when she was in her heyday, even before she got the implant, she was hot. But I was always into her. But yeah, I'll get off of that now. So yeah, um, all, all joking aside with this question though, I really, I do plan on at some point in the near future having a Friday marathon, and I will come back to this question. We're gonna do something, I think, eventually. I know we're not. I, I have to. No, we have to because Just, honestly, I'm like I'm not a Friday virgin by any means, but <laughs> compared to you guys, I need my cherry popped. Yeah, hard, hard. <laughs> Okay, first Black Phillip popped it, and now... Uh... And by cherry, I mean butthole. And by hard, I mean your penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, next uh, question. <laughs> edit. Yes. Okay, next letter. <laughs> next email. <laughs> next letter. I don't next, know, letter. Next, next parchment. Uh, Derek B. Yes. G-O-G-A. Yeah, all right, hey guys, Derek here. Really loving the show. Love your guys' interactions with each other, and the chemistry is wicked awesome. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. One day for one of the special episodes, hope you guys do an Asian horror show. My question to you is, if someone was interested in Asian horror, what film would you recommend them? Well, you know I want to do Asian horror. That's That goes without saying. It's a must. It has to be done. Right? I thought it was called Oriental Horror. No. You might be right. You might might be right. So sorry. It's it's miso soup sorry. Miso sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Isn't this what somebody was just saying about the race talk? (laughs) (laughs) We're right back in it. (laughs) Travis said that. Yeah, we're right back in. The shallow end. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I'm going to answer the question on uh, what film would I recommend, I would honestly just start off with uh, Shudder. That's a good one, I think. It's not over, you know, it's not like saying start with the ring or the grudge and being obvious about it, you know. Um, I mean, I'm into the the ghostly ones, so that's a good one. So I would say Shudder. That's a good introduction. Well, if you if it can't be obvious about it, then I guess I'll go with Battle Royale, if they consider that horror movie, though. Yeah, that's considered horror. Oh, it's great. Are you kidding me? I, that, that's, I love that movie. I thought about that, but I just decided Shudder was more of a, not for some reason, a good jump off. But yeah, you can never go wrong with Battle Royale. I love that movie. That's what I hope Royale. to cover. I'm just kidding. Royale, yes. Yes. I'll, uh, that's the one I think when we do the Asian show, that's what we should cover is Battle Royale and something else. <laughs> really? Yeah, why not? Any any chance to talk about that? Hmm. Why not? You know? Like, yeah. You don't want to talk about it? No, I mean, I would. I just didn't think you would pick that. We can each bring one to the table. That's how we'll do it. It'll be a show. We each pick one. And I'll make my pick now. Battle Royale. You guys pick movies and we'll do it. I would probably recommend uh, Tale of Two Sisters. Oh, yes. Can't go wrong there, man. 
haven't seen it. You recommended it. Have it. I have it. Haven't watched it yet. I mean, there's so many great. Oh, did we did we say Asian horror or Japanese horror in particular? Just Asian I, horror. I think you said just Asian. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much good Asian horror. So I th- I think honestly going with the more well known ones is probably the best way to start if somebody's not into it, because while they're the more popular, more mainstream ones, they're still a little bit more abstract because that's their style. And if you get into some of these, you know, crazier films, you know, like if you if you if you were to watch House from 1977, that could that could turn you off from it because you'd just be like, "What the fuck did I just watch? I'm never watching another Asian film again." Yeah, or it's any of, any uh, me K stuff. Yeah, you know. See, A Tale of Two Sisters is pretty artsy though, and it does have that ambiguous ending that might confuse. You know what though? People. I I feel like I feel like that's m- most Asian horror. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, some of the ghostlies are more straightforward, where you just get that twist at the end where it's explained and then it's over with, but... I mean, you could, me you could tell somebody The Grudge the first... I mean, I watched The Grudge a dozen times, and it finally made sense to me when we did it for the 2002 show. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. That whole series. I hear you. It, it's tough. But they're all great movies, either yeah. way, you know? Maybe The Eye or Dark Water. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, maybe those. Okay, one last question. Email. Kemp Collins, what's your guy's favorite film from the following countries? Italy, Japan. There's Japan. There you go. <laughs> England and Australia. So Italy, what's what, what's your favorite? Mine's easy. It's, it's obviously Suspiria. I mean, I can't go against Suspiria. So. I was going to say uh, Tenebrae for me. And mine's not so easy. Because I love a lot of Argento films, and I decided to go off of that, and I picked Demons. Wow. Nice. I'm assuming he wants horror films, right? Because if it wasn't horror films, I'd also pick Life is Beautiful. <laughs> it's a great Italian film. I'd pick Cinema Paradiso. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm assuming he wants horror. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick with horror, of course. Yeah. So, Tenebrae... Demon Suspiria. Can't go wrong with any of those. Alright, so what's next after Italy? Japan. Japan. I just said what my top... I didn't say what my top two. I said what my one top was. My, I said that Battle Royal. Battle Royal and Jew on the Grudge. Those are, are my... Uh, those are exactly what I have. Yeah. R- really? Exactly. Jew on and Battle Royale. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow, you're with me on that. That's awesome. Oh, we're definitely doing Battle Royal. Holy shit. Only if you call it Battle Royale the whole time. Royale. Johnny Royale. The only reason why I was skeptical about Battle Royale is, you know how many characters are in that film, and you know you with the names. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... He does have a point. You know, I don't know what my favorite Japanese film is. I love Japanese film. You know what's a real... Okay, here's a really good one that I I feel like people don't talk enough about. Reincarnation. Ah, uh, I haven't seen the whole thing. It's really good. It's not the best, but it's really good. I, was it part of like the uh, the After Dark horror fest, or it might have been part of that? I'm gonna say no, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna say no. And for some reason, that's not ringing a bell, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you might not be wrong, but right, I might not, and I might. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I <laughs> it's one of two things. <laughs> yeah, you're. My guess is you're either wrong or you're not. Okay, good, good. Uh, I'll I can back you up on that. So, what's your pick? Is it a, is that is that your pick? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go with reincarnation. Okay, cool. All right, move along. England. Hey, it's, from the, it's from the people who did the grudge. It's from Shimizu. Yes, it is. So. Yep. Good old Shimizu. Yep. Shimizu. Uh, England. It's tough. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. It, you know, England's tough because some of these films, you know, like you're like, oh, that qualifies as a British film. Well, some have dual. If you look at it, it'll say country of origin. And it'll say USA, comma UK, or or vice versa. Yeah, some say USA, UK, Italy, and I'm like, if that's the case, you know, it's a no-brainer for me, and it's don't look now. You know, I was having a little bit of trouble with it because, like, a lot of them that I clicked on, I looked at it, and I was like, "What's this doing here?" And then I found it seems like everything from the UK. I'm, I'm, I've never gotten into the Hammer movies. I'm not saying I'm never going to, but at this point, I haven't. And other movies don't count, like The Shining. That doesn't count, and the certain they're listed because they're dual: American Werewolf in London, The Omen. These movies like this are on this list I'm looking at, but. I don't think that qualifies. Even the witch is there. And I'm like, I don't think that counts. But when I look at the list, I see I see 28 days later, I see the descent. And I'm like, well, those count. Off the top of my head, just because of that, I guess I would say Christian's favorite movie, The Descent. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked Shaun of the Dead. I thought about Shaun of the Dead. That Good call. I wanted Hellraiser. Uh, I thought of Hellraiser too, but, if I, but Hellraiser, I know it's Clive and I know it's like, but I I still think it's considered a, an American release. But I maybe I'm wrong with that. I, don't quote me on that. But I still pick Shaun of the Dead over that. Shockingly enough, I really like Shaun of the Dead as well. I think it's the perfect horror comedy. I don't know if I've said that on the show or not, but I think you did. Be, okay, I'm repeating myself. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I don't know Hellraiser. You would think it would count because everybody's in it is fucking British, right? Yeah. I mean, just about. And it's Clive and everything else, and yeah, country of origin, United Kingdom. Oh, IMDb. Thank you. I changed my pick to Hellraiser. There you go. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You found a way. Good. That sounds better than The Descent. I like The Descent, but it's not a bona fide. It's not Hellraiser. You know, I really enjoy it. It's probably one of the best movies of the. Since Take that, Jason Dallas. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great movie. I just I, it's for something modern movies. There's very few that I put in, in in the same realm as I put in like the classics from the 80s and 70s. Even no matter how good they are, I have trouble putting them in that category. Is it just me, or you guys feel the same way? I don't know about that. I just I go back to the Descent. I, I'm I'm hooked on that movie. I do have to watch it again. I, I will mm-hmm. tell you that. I do have to watch it again. But am I the only one that thought the creatures looked like ghoulies? Like, really, like, ghoulies ripoffs? <laughs> <laughs> ghoulies? Yeah, ghoulies. Like, that haven't gone to college. Like, those type. <laughs> they're way too big. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. But they look like they got ghoulies. So maybe they graduated faces. college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a growth spurt in college. Mongoloid ghoulies that haven't gone to college. <laughs> they look too uh, demonic to me to be ghoulies. I don't know. Ghoulies. We'll do that movie, too. We're going to have to cover that movie. What we'll do hell? that on episode 800. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I know. 2037. We get so many ideas per show. But I guess that's a good thing. So, so do we, where are we at now? It was UK? Did you pick one, uh, Brandon? Don't look now, if it Don't counts. Don't look now. Yeah, yeah, it counts. Okay. And the final country is 
Australia. Yeah. Razorback. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Australia's weird. They just come and they, they don't have any spurts. Have you noticed that? Like Australian movies are just randomly placed here and there. Not a lot, but they're just there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. My film doesn't necessarily... I don't know if it's considered horror or not. What? <laughs> what the fuck? I pressed what? the button. <laughs> what the hell was that? I pressed this button by accident on my phone and it said really fast, Horror Movie Australia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was in my Google because I, I was actually thought trouble. that was me talking. I'm like, what the hell? I sound like that. Horror Movie Australia. Horror Movie Australia. Real fast. I'm, I'm going to try it again. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> That's good. I don't even know how I caused that to happen. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well. So, Horror Movies Australia. Uh, did you have one picked? I did. I'm afraid to say it now. What? Afraid to say it? Yeah. After that voice? Horror Movies Australia. I picked the uh, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Oh, you do love that movie. Love that movie. That movie just terrifies me, and it's really not a traditional horror film. It's really more of a mystery, sci-fi drama. But but it'll pop up under the horror moniker, so I always recommend it. It really freaked me out the first time I saw it. I gotta so, watch that. There's something very intriguing about it. It's not, it's not for everyone. It's just something that intrigues me about that film. Nice. It's haunting. Well, we're watching it, then. We're doing that, too! We're covering yeah. that! <laughs> the Descent, Hanging Rock, and one other random movie. We'll just do we're doing there. a rock show and a picnic show. <laughs> a picnic show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, um, you know, I'm not as familiar as I should be with all the Australian horror. But when I look at the list here, the one that sticks out is recent. And it's The Loved Ones. Yeah, it's a good choice. I really like it. That was my choice. I mean, Wolf Creek is the other one, one or two, but uh, The Loved mm-hmm. Ones is what I actually chose as mine. And the funny thing is I've only seen The Loved Ones one time. And I have to watch it again, but, man, that was good stuff. The Babadook, that's Australian, isn't it? Yes. I really like that, too. Well, that's another one we'll throw out there. Babadook. 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 What do you say, Duck. Christian? Not as Duck. good as what? Not as good as Loved Ones, you think? I said, yeah, not as good as The Loved Ones. Yeah. Those are two movies I have to watch again. It's, that, I'm going to have to watch them again. That's our Aussie show. That's how we'll do it. Duck, duck, duck. Okay, guys. Email is done. Email is done. So put a fork <laughs> in it. Yes. Uh, keep sending them, though. Thank keep you. sending them. Yes, thank you. Exploding Heads Horror Podcast at gmail.com. Send some more, and we have some here, like I said, we're going to address them on the next show because they were too long, but they will be addressed. Every email will be addressed, so send them in. Uh, We also asked about iTunes reviews, and we read one last show, and we have some more, and some people listened because we have more ratings, and we have more reviews. I just wanted to to point that out, that uh, thanks, guys, because I think... Yeah, I think we needed ten to get noticed or something, and we have. I think we might have fifteen now. Let me uh, let me double we're, check. We're really getting noticed. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna read the the just the two uh, latest we got. I'll try to read like one each show from now on because the people that did it earlier didn't get get theirs read. But 
we're gonna I'm gonna read these two now because they came as a result of show ten. So yeah, we have fifteen ratings now, all five star. So that's pretty sweet. Yes, here, here's the last two we got. One was for May 11th. Myron Schmidt, great show. New listener, but really enjoying the show. Started with the Top 40 show and really enjoyed it. Looking forward to future shows. Yeah, see? So, nice. Yeah. So it, the new show did bring some, some new listeners in, so hope you guys uh, stuck with us. D-L-E-I-N-I-N-G. D-leaning or dleaning, I don't know. Uh, but that's what it is. May 12th, all the right stuff. The Exploding Heads crew are hilarious. Their hosts are knowledgeable and provide both depth and breadth in their discussion of horror cinema. A nice mix of fan appreciation and criticism. Keep it up. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. They, yeah. Haven't, they so, haven't heard my uh, Exorcist faux pas yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and I was just as bad. <laughs> But yes, uh, iTunes, thanks guys. I knew it all along. <laughs> yeah, you're the king, I know. <laughs> go on to iTunes, please uh, get on there. It only takes a minute. Just give us a rating, preferably five star, but whatever. Uh, then anyone who writes in is automatically entered into our giveaways. So when we have ten, we can start one. We have nine now, so what are you waiting for? Do it. So thank you, but thanks everybody. And join the Facebook group again. It's real easy. Just type in Exploding Heads Horror Podcast on your Facebook, and there we are. Click join. We'll accept you, and there you have it. So, and what the hell, our Twitter is at EH Horror Podcast. So, okay, now we're going to go to our questions. We asked our questions in speaking of the Facebook page. That's one reason to be there. We asked questions, and we got some responses here. So, let us see what we have here. I'm scrolling through right now. Okay, listener's choice questions. Okay. So, Mike Stewart, what are your thoughts on aliens? No, not the move. Not, not the movie, but out there. <laughs> so he wants to know what we think about aliens. Well, I figure there are some out there somewhere. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, uh, I don't, I, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not worried that they're anally probing people in the Midwest uh, to find out more about a civilization. I, I don't believe any of that's necessarily happening, but I do believe that if we exist, that uh, there are, there's got to be some other life forms beyond. Wait, you're not afraid of them? So you, so if, if, if a ship okay, lands if a ship, in your backyard... If, a ship, if, I op- if I open the door and there's a ship in the sky, I'd be shitting bricks. Okay. But I'm not worried about seeing that tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I thought you just. I thought you were basically saying if you saw a spaceship land, you would just like walk right up to it without any trepidation. Just. I'd be like, I walk up and go, "You're an ugly motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, aliens. I'll tell you what. I am afraid of them, uh, to a degree, but I'm fascinated just just as equally. So I don't know if they're real. I I, I kind of think I saw something once, but. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated with them, actually. And I like movies that can scare me, like Independence Day in the beginning. And I think about it, that shit happened. And, you know, I'm fascinated with Independence Day scared you? <laughs> the Independence Day? Yeah, when they attacked the fucking, <laughs> like, the first act of Independence Day. It's uh, great. Americans. It's another one. <laughs> oh, the first act was badass, man, because they had cruel intentions. I mean, that's, that's, that's good shit. The, the first act is good. No, I, I, admittedly, yeah. I like that part, too, but. Too yeah. many bad jokes bogged down that movie. Yes, they do. 
The third act, I could care less about. I, I just, yeah. But the first act is scary, and they're fucking attacking in that part. When the lady's all excited, we're here! They got their signs and all, and then boom, they fucking blast them. That's fucking scary. Well, like, I would think you'd be, say, like, Fire in the Sky, The Fourth Kind. Those are the movies that would freak me out about aliens. Yeah, The Fourth Kind was creepy as now, hell. <laughs> you're like, I'm really scared of aliens. The Independence Day. I'm like, what? Like, it just seemed like the weirdest reference. <laughs> Yeah, do they attack? They come down in ships and fucking start blasting shit. How, how about Mars? Thinking. Mars attack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that movie terrified. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that movie's fun. Okay. <laughs> um, I know what you're saying about the other stuff, the fourth kind and firing this. That stuff is scary, but you know, like extraterrestrial, they did it well too. They did it well. The aliens came. There was issues. I don't know. E. I just that what's that cheat? E. T. E.T. Well, yeah, I love E.T. Shit, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But yeah, Aliens, I think they could be, you know, in there, out there, whatever the fuck, in there. Yeah, I got to go there. In where? <laughs> oh, they could be in there. Where are you, keep, where are you keeping them? It's inside the gerbil. Oh! <laughs> inside the gerbil, inside me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Brandon, what do you think about them? Yeah, I... I I'd like to believe they're out there. And if a spaceship landed in my backyard, I would gladly go outside, get on them, and be like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even hesitate, huh? Probably not. You're like, fuck it. It can't be any worse than what's going on here. Yeah, so. I really, I have very little fear left. Oh, nice. That's why you're hanging out with Black Phillip. Yeah. Okay, now, <laughs> let's do an alien show. Well, I wonder if that was in response to, I read something that, uh, President Obama was gonna like unveil like Area Fifty One secrets like on his last day in office. Yeah, is that true? Is that I, really a story? I, I I doubt it's see, true. I'm fucked up. That's what I'm saying about how I'm fasting. When I see shit like that, I I get excited. I, I, I'm but I'm afraid to get excited because I don't want to get my hopes up. You know. <laughs> well, I got I got excited when I saw it too. I'm like, oh, this would be awesome. But then somebody wrote like, this can't be true. Then somebody else wrote they would assassinate him before he ever. <laughs> let out secrets yeah there's been all kinds of talk because i guess one of them clinton i think said that they were gonna say something if they got in or before i don't know some shit like that i'm not even sure what the story was but i wonder if that yeah that question probably came from that is my guess talk there's talk going around so i'm happy with it so we'll see if there are aliens i hope they're like paul did you guys ever see the movie paul with um simon pegg i remember the previews and i avoided the movie oh why it's a fun movie Maybe I'll All check right. it out now. No, maybe I will check it out now. Yeah, maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Seal of approval. It has my official seal of approval. It's got your Friday right. Seven seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right. Next question, Brandon Dewitt. In response to a post I made the other day about the Halloween franchise, why is Halloween Resurrection the best movie in the franchise? This guy's huh. a twit. Is this guy for real? Is it for real, no, or is he just trying to... He's, no, he's, he's egging us on. He's got to be egging us on, right? He no, he is. It. No, no, if, exactly. you, if, if it's his favorite in the series, he's a twit, enough said. No, he's he's cool. He's uh he's messing. Oh, is he? Okay. Okay. Well, the then, most overrated then you're franchise. not a twit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another Brandon that loved it, uh, Halloween Resurrection, and he'd gotten... It, here's the fucked up shit. He just passed away, like, a few weeks ago, and... He was on the Skeleton Crew page. His name was Brandon Lee. And he was on the Skeleton Crew page and this and that. He, he, I think he emailed the show or something or other. And there was interaction. It got real crazy. He was really big into fucking Halloween Resurrection. 
Like he's known for it. He's fucking. That's all he talked about. And he knows me. I, I, I hate it. Like fucking. You know, everyone else does. Probably more than everybody else. But <laughs> I, I think sometimes it's the worst one in the series. Oh, by far, it's it's the absolute bottom of the barrel. It sucks. I know some people that think five is worse, but whatever. I, I I, to me, yes, it is the worst. They're, they're both terrible fucking movies. Five Bottom at least one. has five at least has some great standout sequences. He just screws the pooch in a lot of the other stuff. You know, bad kills, not enough blood, um, crying Michael Myers with barely any burn on his face. Uh, uh, the the cop out like cliffhanger ending of what happened after part four, the continuation, the hermit awful. scene that just kept him there for a year, like a lot of stupid shit. But then there's like that whole sequence where like uh, you know. He's gunning them down through that little the the little tree thing, and the driving the, the the sports car, and he hits the tree and the horn. I I, there, I like some sequences in that movie. Really, some not me. Some, but it's it's yeah. I think it's also because I snuck in, saw it with a girl, didn't have big tits, but I saw it with a girl, and uh, and we were both not eighteen. But again, it was rated R, and in Canada that meant something. As I she didn't have big tits, whole- but she had a big wiener, big fleshy meat hog. <laughs> curtains. <laughs> a yeah, curtain perfect. show. Yes, perfect. That could be on our genitals show. And I have a feeling <laughs> that's the reason I enjoyed it, because I snuck in Forbidden Fruit, right? Yeah, man. You know, Resurrection has a lot of actors and actresses who went on to do successful things. Oh, so it, it just seems it just seems like such a waste for it to be such a bad movie with didn't have a terrible cast. Just the writing for it was horrible. It's fucking terrible. The whole the whole movie's ex- existence is is it's a, a shame. Fuck fucking that. They it's the worst cheat ever. It's the the worst cheat to say the H. I I wonder if you put these characters in a different Halloween movie. Nah, except, 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 except for Buster Rhymes' character. And, and the way it was set up like a found footage show and Buster Rhymes was fucking horrendous. Oh, he yeah, was that, horrible. Yeah, Tara Banks yeah, was horrible. The kills were horrible. Uh, maybe the opening is the only slightly, yes. slightly redeeming fe- factor the, of that movie. The opening was actually really good because I, I, I really loved um, the... Uh, what was what was his? I can't remember. Guy in jail, the fucking the yeah, the mental patient who was like, yeah. who was like, uh, who was like, basically reminded everyone of like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. I I did like that uh, little piece. And I'm wondering who directed what because if you remember, or I, I, and again, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I think Steve Miner was attached to it at one point, maybe even started, then either quit or was let go. And then the dude that directed part two came in. So I was really excited because I love Halloween too. Right. Rosenthal. And then it was a right. shit show. Yes, it was. And you're yeah, right. Went down first. I wouldn't doubt it if the beginning was directed by fucking Steve Meyer. Cause he did H2O, you know? So maybe that was it. I don't know. But the only redeeming thing is when they killed off Laurie. It was a, it was executed well. It was a good finish, but I, I can't say I like the first ten minutes or I like the beginning because what's the main thing about that beginning? The fucking right away, the the worst cheat ever. So that discredits everything to me. That's yeah, that that's yeah. I was mad. I went to the movies to see that. I don't know why I was excited because I knew that he was. I always said that's the best ending ever to a fucking villain in a franchise, and and and, and that was it. Boom, cut the guy's head off. From the from the the antagonist to the protagonist, the way it's supposed to be set up years ago, what a perfect 
freaking coda. What a beautiful ending to a series. That I'm not even into that movie, but the way it ended was like fucking. Yeah. I could stand up and applaud if that, and it, it should have ended that way and stayed that way. And then I went to the movies to see Resurrection the day it came out, and that was fucking just pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? And ugh, it's terrible, man. Terrible. I don't know. Yeah. So I hope he's kidding. Yeah, if he's not, sorry, buddy. <laughs> sorry about it. Okay, Stephen Carpenter, I got a question. Do you guys play video games at all? If so, are there any horror-related games you really love? I'm a big fan of Outlast, Dead Space games, Resident Evil 4. Also, are you guys aware there is a new Friday the 13th video game coming out this October? We all know about that game, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Okay. All the Resident Evils, up to six. Six had some disappointments. Four and five are definitely uh, a couple of the standouts. They're more action-oriented. So I do like the original three that were more scare-oriented. Silent Hill, of course. Fatal Frame, if you haven't played Fatal Frame or any of those series. That's like right out of a Japanese horror movie. Fatal Frame. Fantastic. It's like you have to use like a, a camera. The camera game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've, I've played that. I've played that. And Dead Space is great. Dead Space is great. Pretty much a ripoff of the Resident Evil Silent Space, but fantastic. And So, yeah. Silent Hill is the other real standout Ooh, franchise. yeah. Silent Hill 2 is a yeah. great game. Silent Hill 2 is probably the classic. And Resident Evil 2, for that matter, was the first game, but so much bigger. And so a lot of people consider that like the the classic or the the standout of that series before four came and divided the fan base, saying it was either the best of the series or it went it got rid of the scares and went more action oriented. How about Candy Crush? It, it, scary, scary how addictive it is for people. But oh, fuck, fuck that game! <laughs> I can't wait for the um, Friday game though. Cannot wait. I'm not excited about it because it's you have to you have to play online with other people. You can't just sit down and buy the game and play it. That's what bothers me about it. I might not even buy it. I have no desire to fucking play online with people. I want to sit down. But here's what I'm playing. Okay, to answer the question, I'm not a big gamer anymore. Used to be a while ago. Most of what I played was with my family, my daughter, whatever. But my wife did buy me one game, and it, it was um, Until Dawn, and. That's a lot of fun. That's a great game. If you haven't played that, you should. If you have a system that carries it, because it's a slasher movie where you you know you make the decisions for the characters. So it's really cool. I was still under the impression that you can still play. Um, you just pick your character, and then the rest of it would be like computer AI. If you were to play single like a single campaign or by yourself, but if you have to always be online, yeah, I can see the frustration there because then you've got to buy your $60 a year pack on top of the game right? and yeah. everything else. So. Yeah, that's why I'm not into gaming anymore. It's too interactive. I prefer to play with myself. <laughs> no, <laughs> even if you're joking, I, I hear you. I, I wasn't getting... No, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I, I, I said that in a, you know, in a crude manner intentionally, but I, I, don't, I just never got into this, this new gaming. I don't own any systems anymore. But back in the day, you know, Nintendo, even even Atari, I remember. Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. But I didn't get into, you know, now the, you know, whatever, PlayStation 50 and Xbox 40. Oh, get out of here. I know what Brandon did just now. He does, he's never played at a game in his life. He just Googled video game systems and name on every one off that he sees. Oh no! I was very big. Into, I was very big into Nintendo. No, that's just what it sounded like you were doing. You were just naming system after system. Yeah, I like playing games. I played this. I played. It was just the system, which is funny. 
No, I, I loved Excite Bike. And oh Russian, yes. Russian Attack. Yeah, man, I love all those games. Rygar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm with you. Great games. There was a yeah. game called Russian Attack. Yeah, yeah. R U S H, the letter N, and then Attack. Rush N Attack. <laughs> the hardest, one of the hardest games ever. It was kind of like Contra. It's a side-scrolling fucking jumping up and down army fighting game. Yeah, but you only had like a few lives. You, there was no cheat to get 50 lives, and if you died, you started back at the beginning. Yep. The iPad, both seasons of The Walking Dead, uh, those are great. They're, now, they're more story-oriented, uh, so you do a swipe here, you pick, you pick a line to say, so it's all based on how you interact with the game determines what route you take and and how the game will finish and end and it's you either going to like that style or not like it but love both seasons of that so far and cool. there's a couple of great scary games that you can get on that talk about contra the whole contra game is you can play on your ipad side scrolling for free it was awesome wow that is cool i like the decision making thing they remind until dawn is the same type of thing i like that that's cool yeah, check out Walking Dead. You can get like most of them for like you don't even have to get a system. You can get them for your computer now. Season one, two, and I think an official season three is coming out. But right now they're on that side the side story. And you, what you do is you have to buy like there's typically five chapters, and you they all cost like about um, five fifty each. So then they'll do a, a a package that you can get them for like 20 bucks or something like that, the whole game. But it's worth it. Well worth it. I normally don't, like normally I just play the free games and I never buy any of the add-on shit because I don't need to. But for this, you you actually do have to purchase the game and it's definitely worth it. You know, I don't like the way they look. When every time I see like a game advertised that you play on your phone or your iPad, something about the look of it I don't like. You know? But hearing what you said about The Walking Dead makes me want to play it now because it's a... It's like you said, like until dawn, you just you, you, your decisions, you know, impact what's going to happen in the story. I dig that. That that's fun. Oh, I remember I bought every installment ahead of time, but you still have to you had to wait until they released them. And I remember having finished the chapter four and waiting for chapter five. They actually put a teaser out for chapter five that I actually watched, and I remember getting goosebumps. And I remember playing that teaser like five or six times and just saying this is the best thing I've ever seen ever for just a teaser for the fifth chapter of this game of the of the second season and wow and it was that cool and I I was that into it so anyway wow that's cool what about have you played until dawn or no no I I don't know if it's for I I, I still only have a PlayStation 3 so like the PlayStation 4 of the the catalyst for me to get that was going to be this Friday the 13th game there you go. And, and Uncharted 4 and a couple of other ones, but um, I, I don't know if Until Dawn's available for that or just the Xbox One. So I've got to... Because I heard of that game too, and that, that would definitely interest me. Get it, man, if you can. It's awesome. It's awesome. Okay. So, okay, next question. Do you think Clyde Barker... This is from the Ram Man. Do you think that Clyde Barker's Nightbreed would work as a TV show? I'm going to jump in and say something right now. In, initially looking at it, I would think no, because you're seeing too much of the monsters and the backstories, and it would end up being like that show Monsters from back in the day. <laughs> but nowadays, this is what I've learned. I've learned to give every horror television show 
concept, whatever, give it a chance. Because a lot of times it's not what you're expecting, and there's so many places they can go with it. So based upon the success of a lot of other shows I've seen, uh, I would say, yeah, I w- I'd like to see it tried. Sure. I think I think with like where TV's gone, I think it would be hugely successful. You think of it like you could do really flesh out that story with the David Cronenberg character, Zipperface or whatever we're gonna call him. Oh, <laughs> Decker. Yeah. Decker. Oh, and then AKA, uh, AKA Zipperface. Zipperface. Yeah. Zipper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And like that whole thing, I, 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 I think it would actually be very, very cool as a TV show. Yeah, I agree. Right, we're all on board. Somebody sign it up. Nightbreed. Somebody start casting out there. I know we got a lot of Hollywood types listening to us. So, okay. Uh, Neil says, "I never know what to ask." <laughs> that was his response about asking questions. Well, Neil, we never know how to answer. So. <laughs> What the hell? Best question of the night. (laughs) (laughs) And the best answer. Uh, BC, our old buddy, Bo Casanelli. Now, I don't know if this is going to apply to everybody here, but... Okay, to each of you, Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, or Tim Hortons? First and foremost, does everybody have all three in their area? Who the Uh, hell is Tim Horton? Tim Horton. Oh, you're missing out, buddy. You (laughs) suck. Canadian chain, my friend, and it's Tim Horton's all the way, man. Yes, it is. (laughs) Dude, Tim Horton, I'll tell you something. Krispy Kreme, before I moved to Vegas, it was right after I moved, we had a couple Tim Hortons. We knew of them in Canada. We had a couple. You know, in the area, we had like three or four. And we had some Starbucks, and we had Dunkin's. We had a bunch. Now, I moved away to Vegas in 2000, and I remember hearing that Krispy Kreme was coming to Buffalo, and it was a big deal. Like, I wasn't here for it, but I think it was like 2002 or something. They said that you there was a line down the street. They had to have cops here because traffic was fucked up with because <laughs> because of the Krispy Kreme phenomenon when they first got here. It, it blew up. Well, listen to this one. It is now 2016, 14 years later. There is not a Krispy Kreme to be found, and there is a Tim Hortons every fucking four or five blocks. They just came in and fucking destroyed. There are just as many Tim Hortons in Buffalo. In my in my area, than there is, uh, there's probably more here than there is where Christians from. I venture to say that's how many there are. I don't know if there's more, but there's uh, Tim Hortons is sh- like you got them at every corner here. Tim Hortons is a huge Canadian chain, but it's been bought out by uh, Burger King. So the fact that it's been bought out by Burger King has further Wait. expanded them. Oh yeah, I thought no 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 no. I, I thought Wait, Tim no, Hortons no, no, no. bought Burger King. Why am uh, I getting cold? Why am I getting Cold Stone popping up when I type Tim Hortons? That's you know, they're associated with them out here. Yeah, they're, they are. They're yeah. inside restaurants and shit. They're inside grocery stores. They are fucking everywhere. I, I actually have a Tim Hortons nearby me. I've just never actually. I've actually heard of them, but I've never actually had their donuts. So, do you drink coffee? No. Oh well, it's all about the coffee, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the donuts are fine. The food actually is no big deal at all, you know. But it's all about the coffee. I mean. I'm all about donuts. I mean, the donuts are good. Don't get me wrong. Christian, what do you say? Yeah, donut, the donuts are fine. The big thing was Timbits, which, funny enough, yeah, like Burger Timbits. King wanted to get rid of. And I'm like, well, that's you're taking the like the whole fucking 
the reason, like, I mean, yeah, the coffee's great, but you go to Tim Hearns, you get some Timbits, you get a fucking coffee. Take the Timbits away, it's no fucking different than anything else. The same thing happened with Krispy Kreme in Canada as what you said happened in Buffalo. So they came, people were going fucking crazy. As Chris Rock said, you know, if I told you that there was crack in there, you'd be like, I knew there'd be something. Because, like, <laughs> people were going nuts for these things, and I had yeah. them, and they're, they're really sweet. Now, you can get them. Yeah. What they've done is they've, they put them in, like, grocery stores now. Yeah. So you can pick yeah. up some Krispy Kreme, but they don't have we don't have Krispy Kreme stores like standalone stores. They came and they went fast. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they came there at all with Tim being there. Yeah, but Tim's I think that's what happened. There. Tim's just Timmy? Went, fuck you're, you're you. On a, you're on a first name basis now. Yeah, Timmy. Oh, we all everybody out here calls him Tim's or Timmy's or Timmy's yeah. or, yeah. or T yeah. or T H. Yeah, <laughs> no, we never or call T H. It's never been not once in the history of its being has it been called T H. How about I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No TH. <laughs> horts? Yeah. Horts? Horts. He wants to start oh, a clay horts? thing here. Yeah, let's go to horts. I'm, I'm making my own thing. I'm at the Duncan every day. <laughs> Dude, it's so Canadian that it, 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 Tim Horton was a hockey player. That's how this place even exists. So, it's fucking all about Canada. I gotta go with Duncan since I'm at Duncan pretty much every single day. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Okay. But you should go. Go over to Tim's. Get suck a, get a dick a behind the... <laughs> suck, suck a dick who? Behind the Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm behind the Duncan. Yeah, I don't go in. <laughs> go to Tim's, man. Go check it out. That's all I can say. You can compare them to donuts. But I will say one thing about Krispy Kreme. Their hot glazed donut is amazing. It's got to be hot. Oh, man. oh yeah. yeah with, with, with the hot jizzy cream sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets all over your face, man. Oh man, <laughs> so good! And then you let it harden. <laughs> Why wipe it off? Oh. Why wipe it off? When it could just stay there. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun to give glazed donuts. That's uh, for sure. Okay, uh, now we have Sean. What are some of your favorite movies that aren't horror? Hmm. Oh God, they could go on. They could be another four-hour show just yeah. on this question. Yeah, At top of your head. Okay, Rear Window, Blow Up, Back to the Future, Empire Strikes Back, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's leaving out Scarface, Pulp Fiction, Vertigo, and Trainspotted. Like, there's so many movies. There's, there's, I think, nine or ten I just listed. Yeah, that's fair enough. Natural Born Killers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing comedies because we have a question later about comedies. So. <laughs> uh, Natural Born Killers, uh, Godfather, Goodfellas, yeah, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I don't know, just tons. All the Star Wars, all, all the fucking Harry Potters. Yeah, I could go on, but I won't. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I would go with like uh, Annie Hall, Harold and Maude, High Fidelity, Hedvig and the Angry Inch. Nice, interesting. I'm not into uh, action films as much as you guys are. Not me. I don't like them at all. <laughs> I'm not any action films. And I got to be honest, my least favorite subgenre of film, and they're great films, don't get me wrong. I've seen every single one with the exception of maybe one or two. And I own most of them, and I love them, and they're great. But I, it's very rare that I'm in the mood to sit down and watch them. Mafia movies. I'm just oh, really? not. I'm just not into mob films. It just never appealed to me. Yeah, I, and I, I, I watched. I, I watched The Sopranos. I've seen The Godfather's oh, a million God. times. I've seen Casino a million times. I've seen Goodfellas a million times, and they're they're phenomenal. But I'd rather sit down and watch something like, like Annie Hall over and over versus. Something like Godfather over and over. Yeah, hey, different strokes, man. Yeah, different strokes. I'm Italian, of course. I love those fucking movies. I relate to them, you know. <laughs> Sauce or gravy? 
It's not green. I relate to them. Hey, get this guy a fucking <laughs> pair of cement hey, shoes. Hey, Tony. It's, it's an arm. It's a uh, wing. <laughs> Go home and get your shine box. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Fight Club. That's another one I love. Man, I can go on. I, I, I won't. And these are just, I wasn't looking at my movie collection. I just was staring off at the wall, just picking them out. I could look, I could turn around and say, hey, what am I? It was just off the top of my head, you know? Beethoven so. and Beethoven's second. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dog. Yeah, yeah, any dog movie. Marmaduke. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I, love love I don't know Marmaduke that much. Not the movie, anyway. Okay, Jerry V. What do you guys think of snuff movies and those types of movies in general? I stopped making them years ago. <laughs> yeah. Getting too risky. <laughs> Jerry V. loves the, those toe tag movies and shit like that. You, you, you know what? It, it was never my thing. I think. No, I, I think what I can appreciate it for is that. The special effects and gore, especially in those August Underground films, is so realistic. It's it it's disturbing, but I need I need a story. I need more of a story. Yeah, I would rather just see the death scenes one after another with no uh, no plot at all. <laughs> than yeah, someone trying to have a plot that sucks. Or I boring. get what you're saying because they're putting very minimal plot in, and it's like. Just showcase your special effects talents, right? But it's at the same, but, but at the same time, they, you know, I did check out one of the other uh, toe tag films, and it was really good because it was more story oriented. And I still have to check out Red Sin Tower, which everybody always raves about. But I checked out Cella uh, Tersica, which everyone always talks highly of. Hmm. But in terms of snuff films, it's just it's, it was never my thing. I'm not I'm not a huge gore hound. I am a gorehound, but I but I'd rather not watch that stuff to because I don't want to deal with the boring stories that I've seen. I'm just not into it, you know. Like headless is as as low as I'll go, but I enjoy headless for other reasons too. But from what I've seen with August Underground and other things, they're just not they just don't resonate with me. So I, I it's like watching a porno. I, who the fuck watches a porno with dialogue? People fast forward. I mean, it's a different world now, but you know, I'm talking the past. <laughs> just yeah. get right to the action. I don't need to see all that fucking shit. It's like, why would you watch that stuff when there's much better movies to watch? You know, and so that's well, kind of the way I feel. I will say that 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 art exploitation film, uh, House with a Hundred Eyes. Oh yeah, good stuff. That was actually a pretty good sort of snuffish film. Yeah, that's a found footage though. That's a story. I, I was okay with that story. Yeah, because it had a, it had a, a good story to it, but it was done, you know, sort of snuff style, you know, found footage. Mm -hmm. It it looked, you know grimy exactly. i thought he was talking about like faces of death or like actual real death footage oh, if you're shit. talking about that i definitely yeah, you know i, I, can't, I can't watch that, that just makes me feel hollow like I, I don't like that because i don't want to see real that's why i'm saying like some of those hardcore horror movies are not appealing to me because i want to be entertained still i don't want to just see gore i do want to see gore but I, I, I need it wrapped around with some entertainment as well yeah, yeah. People are always talking about you know, you know, watching these videos online of these beheadings and you know, Yuck. these dictators being and like, I can't do that. If it's in a fictionalized film, you know, with a story and it's just it's make believe, it's fine. But if it's, I don't want to see if it's real. Right. I, I loved it when I was a kid. Faces of the death. I was all into it. Nowadays, I I don't even want to see a dead animal when I drive. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with you. When we, when I was a kid, Faces of Death. You know, we'd always look for. It. We'd go to video stores just looking for that. They, you know, yes. of course, they never had it. But oh, I saw them all when I was a kid. All of them. I, I think eventually faces, I saw one of, death, of them. All of them. <laughs> Which but, one was yeah. worse, Faces or Traces? I don't remember. They were all fucking. Uh, they were all lumped into the same thing to me. Yeah, like Death just, Faces or something like that, or Death, death Faces was another one. Death yep, Faces death two faces. or something like that. That was. Yep. I remember seeing that, and I was just like, "Oh, this is horrible." I feel just gross watching it. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. When I was young, I didn't. We were into it, you know. But that was a long time ago. It was right in the eighties. So but that was just you're a kid. It just didn't. But back then, it didn't bother me. Now, like I said, I just have no interest in seeing anything real. So that's that. Okay. Now, check it out. We got two questions that uh, you guys think they're the same thing. I'm going to read them both. Willis, I know which one you're talking about. Okay, I got a question for the show. What horror movie actions that you're sick of seeing in the movies, basically, is what it's saying. What are you sick of seeing in the movie horror actions? And then Misty yeah. from Black Anis Horror Podcast, by the way, says, what trope annoys you the most? Is that the same thing? Fairly, yeah, like what cliche, I think you could lump it together. Right. And uh, what do you guys have? I, I'll, I'll go. I, I hate the cat jump out scare, done to death, hate it. It yeah. drives me crazy now. Uh, and anything now when they put a baby or child in jeopardy, because I feel like they're just trying to play with your emotions, because that's been done to death as well, too. They have been done to death. Yeah. You're right. I'm just sick of the people that don't belong, like in the group. That shit would never happen in real life. You know what I'm talking about when you get a gang, oh, especially yeah. kids, and you're like, why would these two people be together? And, you know, it just, when they have, like, and also when they have, like, tokens there that don't fit in, it doesn't matter color of skin, but just the way they act and, and their characters act in those roles. It just, that's what I'm tired of. Yeah, seeing. every six group of friends, like, two are jocks, one's a brain, one's African-American. Right. Two are- Two are female, one's a slut, and one's a and one's the virgin. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, man, just more sluts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just more sluts. <laughs> just nothing that's cliche anymore. Enough is enough. And here's, here's and this one you can't escape, and but you have to do it. And they always have to make the remark about the cell phone. You know, so we know that the cell phone's dead, and they can't get fucking. Yeah. They have nothing going with the satellites there. Then. You have to, because if the phone was in the movie, then people would be like, you know, what what year does this take place in? Right, that's just the times, I know. It, it ruins it. It ruins it, it. I'm just sick of hearing it every fucking yeah. movie. You guys got a signal out here? You know, they should it's actually just... put a disclaimer at the beginning of the movie. We, we're not using cell phones in this movie. Nobody <laughs> has a cell phone. Everybody's poor. Right. <laughs> that's I... why it's cool when they do it. When they do have movies without cell phones, like Get Follows. There was none of that going on there, and other movies, and that's I think that's the reason a lot of people like to set movies in the eighties too. Yeah, you know? there's more danger to be had back then. Now with cell phones, you know, granted sometimes cell phones are used to the to our benefit. You know what I mean in modern horror, but I just thought, I just thought I'd throw that out there. That's all I really. You know, one of the things that that struck me reading this question, and then obviously watching the movies we did. Uh, one movie in particular is just the big villain speech right before he's going to kill the main person he intended to kill the whole time. <laughs> it's yeah. like, come on, get! It's like what? It's like, and um, we're going to do a countdown from thirty, not from 
five or ten from thirty because we need to allow enough time for the other protagonist to come in and save you. Yeah, <laughs> like so I like I get it. Like it's I, I don't I know if it. I want that fix because that kills horror movies because you you want them you want the good guys to win at the end. But sometimes I'd be shocked if like they actually killed everyone. I love I man I would love everyone to get killed. I love when that shit happens. <laughs> I don't necessarily love it, but in some of these films, especially, you know, slasher films, it's like, you know, they have no problem. Two seconds, they kill everyone off, but then they get to the final main person they've been wanting to kill, and it's a 40-minute speech. <laughs> right. Yep. It's been going on forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, we got a couple more. Matt Wazell. Yeah. All right. Wants to know our favorite comedy film. See, that's what I was talking about earlier. About other films, nice. So I'll tell you what, me comedies. Most of my shit's old, older stuff. Like I, like, Air, I have older comedy. Yeah, Airplane, Airplane okay. and Naked Gun and Caddy Caddyshack's probably my favorite. <laughs> Caddyshack has to be on. <laughs> Just yeah, it was on Caddyshack. TV uh, two weekends ago, and I was uh, waiting for my kids to get ready for their dance competition. And that movie, that is just a great movie, Caddyshack. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's so quotable too. There's just so much going on. I've always loved it, and I, I honestly, I, I'm, I'm gonna the, the Belushi Aykroyd connection with the Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and Neighbors is my fucking jam. Neighbors is a very underappreciated, overlooked film, and it, yeah, it's a top five comedy to me. I fucking love that movie, the original, not not the new one. <laughs> Belushi and Aykroyd from '81. Yeah, not for everybody, apparently, because. But it, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> so, there Ooh. you go. I like Arthur. Yeah, that's, Arthur. A, yeah, that's a good movie. I love, I love Arthur with Dudley Yeah, Moore. his drunk ass, Dudley Moore. <laughs> I, I love that. And one of my favorite, it, it's not new now, it's actually like 12 years old now, but it's not really a laugh out loud comedy, although I can laugh out loud from it, but it's just, it's a feel good comedy. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Eas- easily, yeah. you know, one of my favorite non-horror films. Nice, nice. Some of the comedies, yeah, that I would just add to that Caddyshack list and whatever would be Ghostbusters, Borat, and, and Howard Stern's Private Parts. <laughs> Private Parts is good shit. <laughs> Have you read the, the book? Vagine. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Borat, and I haven't seen... Book. My name is Borat. But yeah, off the top of my head, not too many new comedies, though, that I could think of. But Revenge of the Nerds is another all-time... Man, no, it's shit. Revenge of the Nerds is fantastic. Yeah, man. <laughs> It is fantastic. Uh, Porky's, Revenge of the Nerds, Fast Times at Richmond High, and yes. The Last American Virgin from hmm. back in the day. And then I, even like American Pie, the first American Pie, and mm-hmm. I'd say like The yep. Hangover. Those like yeah, are some of the standover, standout ones in the flat. Old school. Not the one that we were talking about earlier, but the actual uh, right. what, like, I Not actually, old school? Not old school. Yeah. Old school. Just old school. Like that had me laughing out loud. Yeah, old school's great. Throughout the whole film. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen old school, but I will. I will. I'm very behind with my comedies. So, okay. Two more questions that sound familiar. So, uh, one, Tom says, what are some of your favorite horror short films? And then BC says, how do you guys feel about horror shorts? Like 78, Clyde Barker directed The Forbidden, starring Doug Bradley. So, I will tell you guys right now, I never watch horror shorts. I'm not against them, of course. I just... They haven't 
rushed, uh, I don't know. I just never think about watching them. I don't know what. I, I even know there's like some that are rated high. What, what's that one everybody was talking about? It's like a five minute film. It was freaking everybody the fuck out a couple years ago on YouTube. Oh, lights out. Maybe it's lights out. Okay. Oh, well, that's going to be like the new. I, I got to admit, I don't watch <laughs> horror shorts. Anthologies would be like the like a horror short in my opinion. Like what story there? But I don't. I'm right with you. But I did watch Lights Out. It's good. I mean, all the ones on YouTube are typically good because they have like they're very short and they typically have one scare or a creepy tone to them. But I guess Lights Out stood out. Yeah, I actually don't watch a lot of horror shorts either. But I'd like to start watching more. I remember one that came out last year was supposed to be really good. Um, what was it called? Something with the slasher, Night of the Slasher, I think. I don't know. I was reading about it like last year, and it was getting like really positive reviews i think it was called night of the slasher and it's literally literally just a uh the lead female taking on a a, a killer in her house so basically huh. gets the right to the best part but i just i mean i don't know where people check out i guess if you're checking them out online that's one thing but where do people normally check out these horror shorts i don't know it looks like we're all in the dark <laughs> i always i always felt like it's in the dark because if 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 the listeners out there and i mean it was bill who gave this question bill and someone else yeah, Tom Johnston and Bill. Yep. Okay, if if they want to make a list each of like their five favorite um, horror shorts of all time, I would love to check some of these out. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm yeah, with you. I'm with you. Yeah, we should do it and then talk about it on a future show. Absolutely, I would do that yeah. in a second. A quick segment. So there what, you go. Now, guys. What, what actually constitutes a short? Is it under thirty minutes or? Oh, it's funny. I think you could say under sixty. Uh, Is it under sixty? Okay, but you but. Think? Officially, officially, the 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 reality is now like even feature length used to be anything over like seventy seventy five minutes. Now who knows? It could be sixty five minutes and be considered feature. I think it just has to be over sixty. So I think anything under sixty. But I think truth be told, you you kind of think it's going to be more along the five to thirty minute mark. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's what I always felt like a, a short. You know. Real short would be five, and then anywhere from twenty to thirty for a longer short. Yeah, I just figured twenty or less. Honestly, if I, if it's a short, that's just what it seems like to me. So, yeah, we're all in the same area. No, I, no, no, I, no. I don't feel as bad. I was like, oh man, it's like I wonder what these guys are going to talk about. No, none of us know. So educate us. So guys, if you hear that, yeah. send us an email or say yeah. something on the Facebook page. Yes, yeah, send us some recommendations. We'll we'll watch them. We'll talk about them. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, I think we just have a few questions left. Let's see. Oh, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin Taylor, all-time favorite album. That's a fucking um, hard question to answer. It's hard. I'll just, I could just name five or something. <laughs> but it, I, I hear you. I mean, the Beatles' White Album, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Nine Inch Nails, Downward Spiral. I got, I, shit, I can't go on and on. Are you kidding me? Fucking Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by the Pumpkins. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can, I can go on and on. <laughs> no, I, I can't I hear you. I, I don't even. Because I like so many different genre. Like, genre right. I, I guess you could use that. Like, I just love so many different yeah. styles. Like, I mean, I'll have right. to. I narrowed it down to a couple that came off the top of my head, but I mean, it doesn't even cover everything I enjoy. But I'd say Blood Sugar Sex Magic from Red Hot Chili nice. Peppers, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son from Iron Maiden, wow. and Social <laughs> Distortion, uh, the self titled Social Distortion album. Like, it just. And that's just three. And I love so many other albums, like... Spice Girls. Spice Girls. <laughs> Spice World. I, I mean, 
I don't even know any of their album names. Unless Spice World, no, that was their movie. That was the movie. I think it's a, uh, an album too, though. I'm sure. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, probably. I'm sure, they did it all. <laughs> you know, it was a big R- thing. Rocky Four soundtrack. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Public Enemy, Nation of Millions to hold us back. Public, public Enema. Oh <laughs> you, man! Did you go up? Public Enema. <laughs> yeah, I love TV. <laughs> NWA I, I just, just uh, there's just so much going on. I can, yeah. You know, I don't buy. I don't really buy albums anymore. Not these days. You don't really have to, right? I don't even download whole albums. I'll just download the songs that I like. But I mean, <laughs> I I always like David Bowie. Some like Hunky Dory or Ziggy Stardust. Nice, nice. I really That's... got into Bowie. Okay, uh, a couple more aliens from Johnny Gore. Aliens or Terminator Two? <laughs> hmm, it's a tough one. Aliens. I'll say aliens. Aliens. Not, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even like it all that much. I love the last half hour and the rest of it's action, and I can't keep. I'm not good with action. In Terminator Two, here's the funny thing about me in Terminator Two. I saw it the night it came out at the movies with friends. It was the movie to see at the time. Everybody was jazzed about it, and I never even saw Terminator One. And I enjoyed Terminator Two, but haven't thought to go back and watch it ever since, and never watched any of the other Terminators. <laughs> but I had a good experience with it. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I told you, I'm not into action movies. I'm just not into that stuff. It doesn't. Yeah, I go with really... aliens also. Terminator like is a Termin- darker movie. Like, I mean, the first Terminator is a darker movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to watch it one of these days. I just, I don't know. I do like Robert Patrick though in Terminator Two. Yes, yes, he's good. You know the problem with Cameron is that he loves. And he started this with Laserdisc, so uh, it carried over to DVD and Blu-ray as well. But the reality is that he loves making his director's version for the home video market, which leaves out like all these extra f- and granted it's great to watch once maybe twice but i like the that so like when i saw aliens i remember my parents rented it and i was like this is my favorite movie when i was a kid i was just like i love this movie it's awesome and then i remember getting the the laser disc and it was so stoked because he said he's added all this footage back in and it was great and had the scene that they had talked about in the movie but you actually see it now happen and it it was filmed originally but for pacing purposes they cut it out do you realize there's a reason why they cut that out for pacing purposes Mm. and to see it once I was like fascinated and said I love it but then you realize it really drags the movie down and he did it with that movie The Abyss Terminator 2 etc etc he loves jam packing and it should be a special feature or a, a, a dual version. They should always incorporate the theatrical version with the director's cut. Because sometimes the director's cut is not the best version. I know it's blasphemous to say, but it's not always the case. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I tend yeah. to go straight for theatrical cuts. I, I tend to go for what made it to, to the screen. I mean, if, if I'm a big enough fan, I'll check out these other other cuts especially if they're horror films, but these action films with 45 different cuts of the movie, this one's one minute longer, this one's 40 minutes longer, this one's six hours longer. It's, yeah. like, com- it's, like, it's like the movie was, was okay. How much better or how much worse? It could be a lot worse, but how much better could it possibly be? It's probably not going to be that much better. Well, yeah. Yep. The Aliens, if you get the, the sets, though, and the, the Blu-ray box set or even the DVD yeah, box I actually, set, I actually, ha- I actually have that. Yeah, so and you to have be honest, action. and to be honest, I haven't really dug into it. Really, when I first bought the set, I watched all the uh, d- uh, all the new all the, the director's cuts and the extended ones first. I couldn't wait to see them, and that's why but, I'm not buying these 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 sort of sci-fi action 
you know trilogies or franchises as much anymore. It's like I'm it's like I don't watch them as much anymore. I don't have the attention span to sit there and watch five different cuts of a three hour movie. Yeah, you really gotta be into something. And even if you are, just like Christian said, a lot of times they took them out, it, it fucked with the pacing. It's like watching Deep Red. Yeah, I was so excited when I got the Deep Red Blu-ray because they had the Profondo Russo freaking, the uh, the regular version on it, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and I'll tell you what, I tell everybody to watch the original cut and to not watch that one because there's a reason that shit was taken out. Yeah, and then they have the the Hatchet Murders cut, which is like, right. it's cut like an hour. Yeah, 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 it's it's crazy. The, the one in the middle, the one that most people have seen is, is, is the best one. You know, the hour... Yeah. 45 hour and 46 minute one yep. not the two hour and 10 minute one and not the hour and 15 minute one exactly and it's the same thing with dawn of the dead yeah i was just going to say dawn of the dead mm-hmm. yeah because there's a lot of cuts of that there's the yeah, general have... cut there's yeah the, uh, whatever the hell the other one is the the fucking uh whatever there's like three or four i, I even have one that's like it, it takes all the cuts and puts it together so it's one whole thing it, it was a bootleg dv i got and it's long <laughs> but yeah and you realize that that Romero's unrated version is the best version, not because there's the unrated yeah, and there's a, the, the original one that came out that was unrated. That's the best version, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. All right. Uh, one last question from Matthew. Um, Walter? <laughs> how do I, my friend here, M A T H I E U. How do you oh, pronounce man. that, Christian? Yeah, you, I thought you said it. Matthew. Math- okay. I think it's Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Okay. It just yeah, you said it correct. Okay. Just spelled very pretentious. I always never knew how to say it. <laughs> luckily, I've never met him in real life. I never had to say his name. But you'd be you like, know. "Hey, you. Hey, what's up, buddy? You know." <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one. What is your favorite horror soundtrack in and out of context? Now, what does that mean? In and out of context. I'm I'm an idiot. In and out of context? I, I, I'm, I'm taking a stab at it, meaning... Because I thought the same thing. I think he means while well, enjoying the movie and maybe just listening to the soundtrack by itself. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. You know, I chose Record Room for a Dream again. Whether or oh not you consider God. that a horror movie, I, I do. Not Again, just like his Black Swan, it's not a traditional horror film, but it's horrific. And that soundtrack... It stayed with me, yeah. And so yeah. I gotta pick that movie or that soundtrack. Now, is that for which one though? For when you're watching it or when you're not watching it? Uh, both, because I remember just it was one of those movies when I was in the theater. I just turned to my wife and actually we're just dating at the time, and I remember we went to see it. Not a date movie, but we went to see it as a date movie, and I was just like, I can't believe the soundtrack to this movie. And she's like, Yeah, I just saw her nodding and whatever. And I remember I went home and I'm like, I gotta buy the soundtrack. I, c- I just couldn't. And the last time I did that was probably with Halloween, wow. one of the Halloween, because I liked, I actually liked Halloween Four soundtrack, like when they they play off the original. But like that, though that soundtrack Halloween was probably the other one that really stood out to me. But Requiem for a Dream was the one that I remember running out and buying. What is it like? What does it sound like? Is it trippy or you something? You know, you know it to hear it because they've used it because of how. Uh, I, I don't even know if the, that movie wasn't all that popular, but they used it as the preview music for a lot of movies. But it was souped up, so it's it's done as a quartet, so a lot of violin and whatnot. But they souped it up, and it was like the the Lord of the Rings 
preview music and whatnot, and you'll know it to hear it. Uh, I'm going to download the damn thing. I got I to find because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a soundtrack junkie, but only for the, a certain kind. It's the kind that I lay down at night. I, I, I put the earbuds in. Oh, you'll and I love it. And lay down and just, it's got to be trippy, you know, uh, kind of relaxing type of music, you know? Like, I can't sit down and lay down and, and listen to, like, the Friday the 13th soundtrack. The, the the subtle, mellow stuff I could, but not the, <laughs> and all yeah, that yeah. shit going on. It's just, that's not the type of stuff I want to lay down and, you know, relax. But I do listen to a lot of, of you know, soundtracks like that. But, uh, you know, Halloween is an obvious for watching the movie. That's just obvious. So, and I'll have to say that. But I, I guess I'll say The Shining as well. For watching, mm-hmm. for watching the movie, the sound design of it and the music and everything they're doing is great. But I now I own them, but I don't find myself listening to them much. Much, but the ones I, the one that I have listened to the, the most and love the most, and it's out of context. It's just when I, granted, I love it when I'm watching the movie, but I really appreciate it just in headphones, just to listen to. Is Halloween three? It's funny that you say that. Yeah, I, I like that. Have you ever listened to Christine? Because I have, yes, I have. I had the fog. I had pretty much any any Carpenter horror. I I do listen to them. Yeah. I just brought this up on another show at a secondary <laughs> show. <laughs> I won't yeah, talk gotta, about it gotta, now. No, yeah, I'm, tur- I'm turning it, 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 tur- it into Dave Z here. Uh, someone reached out to me, and uh, they're going to be on the horror uh, on the Horophilia Network as well. It's called Post Postmortem Radio. So now tell us about it. Let me hear. It's you and who else? It's me, uh, Jeremy Osborne. With Oz, uh, he used to be on the um, the Return to Camp Blood podcast, um, and left that podcast and wanted to start something new. So he already had another guy, Kenny, new to podcasting, uh, big horror fanatic as well, and so he reached out to me, and I was like very hesitant because I just said, you know what, I'm doing two, and I don't want to be strapped, but. Pretty much, he approached me the same way you said, Dave. I show up. I get to show up. I don't want to say I don't do anything, right. but I, I show up. I don't have to edit. I don't have to do anything else. I say, why not? I'm watching right. a movie. You I watch go, a movie. Yeah, you take some notes. You go on. It's going to be more short form in the sense of like the shows themselves will be about forty-five to an hour. Oh, nice, good. That's so, cool. Yeah, and it's- yeah, well, and the whole point of that was not to pimp that, but I brought it up. Halloween three and Christine sound like he was doing them right at the same time. In my opinion, it's almost very, they're very reminiscent to one another. Different, but same sort of ideas, same sort of cues and, and whatnot. I know that's the John Carpenter's style, but those two soundtracks stick out to me as uh, uh, being very, very close to one another. They are close. They are, they are definitely close. Halloween 3 just has, I don't know, has something that no other soundtrack has to me. And like that second track, Chariots of Pumpkins. It's fucking amazing. It's the opening chase scene when the guy's running. And it gets fucking out of control. Oh, it's fucking intense. They don't do shit like that in fucking the Christine. I love the Christine one, don't get me wrong. But Halloween 3 just has an edge. It's it's crazy. I'm just I'm kind of obsessed with that soundtrack. I find it weird that you didn't mention any Italian films. You know, I talk about Suspiria so much, and I was going to mention that as one when I'm watching, because it's great. But to listen to the Suspiria soundtrack, not every song, it goes off off track. Of, there's like five really amazing compositions in that thing. They, they blow me away. But there's like three other ones that just don't seem 
Like uh-huh. we belong, and it, that's my opinion on all the all the Italian ones. Like, yeah, I love, I love the city. Living Dead. I love that was the one I was just going to bring up. Was City of See, the Living Dead? All of them. Yeah. Um, they all, even like Dawn of the Dead. Some of it's goofy. Some of it's and shit like that. I'm okay with it. I'm just. I love that, your like your, your total memory of it. It's great too. Yeah, it's ridi- it's so ridiculous. Times. I mean, you could be making it up for all we know, but it sounds right. <laughs> oh, it sounded right to me. Yeah, the Dawn of the Dead and like you know, that part. Oh man, I'm I'm obsessed with some of these damn soundtracks. But yeah, that's the thing about the Italian ones. There there are some really good stuff going on, but as a whole, to sit and listen to them beginning to end. They don't all do it for me. Even good ones, you know, like the Suspiria and the Beyond and City of the Living Dead and fucking what's that one that everybody loves from the fu- Cannibal Holocaust? They're, they're okay. They just don't. I don't know. They I don't have Cannibal Holocaust sport. soundtrack. That's a good soundtrack. Yeah, I'll it tell follows. You. It follows. Great, I, dude. It follows is awesome. I've listened to It Follows and the Witch soundtrack like fucking excessively lately. Clickety clackety. They're, they're both great. They're probably the two best soundtracks. In a very long time, you know something else that's really good. You know what? I'm going off. Forget it. <laughs> we, gave, <laughs> we gave our answers. Okay, let's move on. Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! About all the Brandon. Did Brandon answer? Did I was going to say City of the Living Dead, but to be honest, I don't listen to a lot of horror soundtracks. Oh, that's okay. Not everyone does. The, the thing that I do a lot is if I hear a song within a film, I'll tend to download that one particular song. Like when you said Requiem for a Dream, I mean, I had to download that instantly. Yeah, and I love that. But the same thing, I I did it with Cannibal Holocaust. I did it with 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 most most of these horror films, but usually just like the main themes or any particular songs that I like that were played in the movie. No, and that's, and that's what I like about Apple Music because I do have a lot of these, like the John Carpenter's two albums, Lost Themes one and two. Yeah, and it follows the witch. They're all on my my phone right now, and I nice. Maniac soundtrack. Uh, nice. remakes. It's just yeah. they are great, and you know, for more recent style soundtracks, definitely standouts. But you know, not not uh, you know, maybe they don't get like the Hans Zimmer or the John Williams kind of exposure, but uh, some great stuff. Under Hans, the skin, Hans Bubby, Hans who? Zimmer. Hans Bubby, <laughs> Hans Bubby. <What? laughs> Die Hard, Hans Gruber, Hans Bubby. <laughs> That's what that was. I knew I knew it. I just didn't know where it was from. <laughs> Turn of the Living Dead. R O T L D. Good shit, man. <laughs> rolling on the, <laughs> rolling on the deck, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, Under the skin. It's not horror, but I don't know what the hell you classify that movie. Under as. the skin. Um, Did I say Under the Skin? Is that what that's called? Are you talking about which film are you talking about? Maybe I'm wrong. Forget it. It's a movie a couple years ago. Scarlett Johansson's in it or some shit. Oh yeah, Under the Skin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah okay. I I just couldn't think of it. I I knew I knew it. I just couldn't think of it. Check it out, man. It's it's crazy trippy. It's all. It's like a, only it's like an alien soundtrack. Oh no, I've seen it. It made my top ten. Nice. I haven't even seen the movie. I just listened to the soundtrack. Oh, the movie's <laughs> phenomenal. All right, I'll have to get on it. Well, as long as we're talking about movies, Brandon, you have a quick update on your challenge. Yes. Okay, so the last time I talked about it, I believe I was at 62 down, 38 to go. I am now at 92 down, 8 to go. Wow. And wow. 
and of the and of and of the remaining eight, I have procured six of them. All right, so we've got to get the last two. So I will get to ninety-eight. The last two that I'm looking for are extremely difficult to find. I actually reached out to the director of one of them. He never got back to me. Bastard. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But. You know, I refuse to pay, you know, 70 bucks for a VHS copy of either one of these movies, but I will find these last two movies. So hopefully it's not by the, the director next... of Discord service, is it? No. Okay, I can see. Maybe that's why he blew you off. That fucking asshole. Okay. Although he's friends with him, also. Oh, you see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> with that big mouth, see? Welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah 92 funny. down. Yeah, I'm so waiting wait. for... Waiting for six to arrive. Ninety-two down. What day did you start? So it was probably about seven, eight weeks ago. I'd say two months ago. So two months, ninety-two fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking hardcore, That's man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, you're hardcore. I would have I been done if I just, you know, I got to wait. You know, I won a couple of these films on eBay. Well, do you want to plug one or two of them? To be honest, my brain is so fried from that list. All right, next week. Bring it back next week. I'll, I'll shame one of them. Huh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the last one I recently watched, well, the second to last one that I recently watched, I, I'll talk about these two. I saw a film called Cannibal Hookers, which has a running time of about 63 minutes and probably overstays its welcome by about 62 and a half. <laughs> uh, it's so low budget and so bad that there's actually a scene at the end that repeats itself. They probably ran out of money money editing it. Now, I probably shouldn't be talking so bad about this film because the director of this film is the one that I reached out to because I need the other film of his. What? (laughs) Yes. Desperate service all over again. But, whatever, the movie's bad. It's just bad. And then I watched the last movie, the 92nd movie I watched, is a film called Night Visitor, which, interestingly enough, had Derek Rydell in it, who appears in Popcorn, which we'll be, re- we'll be covering tonight. And he also appeared in um, Phantom of the Mall, which was another movie from the list that I rewatched. That's fucking... You're out of control. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so what's the end of the movie to avoid again? Cannibal Hookers. Cannibal Hookers. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have watched that to begin with. Uh, yeah, okay. it wasn't one I was looking forward to. You, right. know. <laughs> you know, I had to see it. But it's only 60 minutes long, so... Right on. 62 minutes. That's okay. So next show, give us another update and recommends. So, yeah. Definitely. And uh, as long as we're talking about that, what about you, Christian? Have you watched Found Footage? What's up with this challenge here? Yeah, well, I watched 10 since we recorded what? last. 10. And oh, wow. I okay. also want to make sure people realize that I had probably seen a, a lot of the ones that we had mentioned and some other ones. So um, I think... I had before I watched maybe twenty. I think it was twenty six that were that might have been on not twenty six that were on the list, but twenty six found footage. And I might be leaving some out in in the horror realm. But I've now watched ten that were specifically from the list that I hadn't seen yet. And I'm still going to be working on the, some of the the ones that I uh, that other people commented on um, uh, in the comment section. Like to Jennifer was mentioned, mm-hmm. and there's a few other ones. But uh, so nice. the ones that I watched. Where uh, Megan Megan is missing, Amber Alert, Afflicted, Alone with Her, The Bay, The Den, House with a th- Hundred Eyes, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, Troll Hunter, and Lake Mungo. 
Actually, those are the ones uh, you watched. Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned Lake Mungo or if it was someone else that said we left it off the I, list and it should be mentioned. I can't remember now. So no, those are the, a good group of films. Those are the ten that I watched, and mm-hmm. the one that I there's a well, I actually watched eleven. The other one is sort of found footage. It's it's called Man Versus. It's actually on um, TM TM uh, the Movie Network now. So my, I guess HBO for you guys, um, and it was filmed about 20 minutes away from here in Rockwood. And it it should be the Crystal Lake. Uh, they should use it for Crystal Lake because it's perfect for Crystal oh. Lake as well. You do ask, ask myself. I'm, I'm perplexed as to why they didn't do it all in found footage because you, it's like the survival guy. You know, like one of those survival shows where the guy, man versus like um, nature. And it's like one of those. And so he's recording himself the whole time. But they actually do insert other shots like regular film shots so it's not a mm-hmm. traditional found footage movie even though over 50 percent of the movie if not more is incorporated of him talking to the camera or various cutaways of cameras that he set up wow as well and that's called man versus but um other than that I, you know like as of right now found footage has won because all of these are good all of these are good. Um, nice. Some I like better than others. Alone with her would probably be my least favorite on the list, only because it was so straightforward compared to everything else. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it was bad. It was well acted. Um, it was, was there a standout? It, it was well done. Uh, the standouts for for just creepy. I have I have two 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 of them on that list that you mentioned. I've seen most of them. Some of them I have, but two of them that you mentioned on the list absolutely creep me out. And I want to see if those are the two you're going to mention. Okay, the ones that creeped me out were House of the Th- Hundred Eyes, the Poughkeepsie Tapes, and Megan is Missing. Those were nice. the ones that really creeped me out. Uh, the ones that I thought were probably the best, is it's all relative, were The Den, The Bay, and Afflicted. Nice. 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 Yeah, see, see, I always got creeped out by The Den and Megan is Missing. Yeah, Megan is Missing is very is very unsettling. Yeah. And, and and it's not a movie I think I could watch a lot. And the house with the hundred eyes, that's interesting too because it's the characters that make you want to watch the movie and yet they it's so disturbing that you're like, Why am I watching this? Because it just turns to torture at one point. You're like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. But but you it's almost like you can't. It's like a train wreck. And the fact that they make the husband and wife or boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever the fuck they are, they're so fucking crazy. Yeah. And yet they're producing a product and it's 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 well done, well made. Um just another I, I don't know if I'd ever want to watch it again though. <laughs> yeah, make I, I can see that, but it's still you still enjoyed it, it still made an impression. I would love to see a sequel to Troll Hunter because that was just such an oh. awesome visual movie. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. That was definitely yeah. a lot of fun. The Bay, the Bay. I was I was I going back and forth. Like uh, I I enjoyed it overall. Um, like it was uh, probably the biggest. It felt like it was the biggest budgeted release out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't actually go and look in the history of them, but I definitely thought it was the. Uh, the biggest See, uh, Afflict, one. Afflicted felt like a bigger budget film probably than it was too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amber Alert yes. was good. Amber Alert. The the one thing that dragged Amber Alert down was that although the acting was still decent, the constant bickering between the, yes. the, the guy and the girl in the front seat got annoying. It does get annoying, but I will say this: it does seem realistic to me. 
Yep. That is how fucking people are. You know, I could see that. But I do see what you're saying. I almost, I was hesitant to even put that on the list because most people don't like it. But it still struck a chord with me, especially the way it ended. The fucking, uh, you know, the level of immersion, like I always say, that I get, it feels fucking, it, it spooked me out, you know? Yeah. And, so. uh,. Yeah, so that I mean, unless there's any questions you you wanted to shoot me, or if I wasn't clear enough on any of the other ones, that would be the update for now. But yeah, all nice. all worth seeing. I enjoyed I enjoyed them all, and uh, you know what? Recommend watching them on an iPad. I know someone mentioned that they love watching them on their i uh, their um, laptop. Found footage. I just you're talking about level of immersion. Watching them on my iPad works i know that it's so nice. weird to say because we're talking film and we're talking theatrical i actually don't know if these would work as well in the theater maybe they would and some people are fine with them i think they work perfectly on my ipad that's so, cool i have an ipad but i never watch it watch movies on it so that's it that's uh, that's the update so so far found footage is, is winning yes okay now is it too much to ask for you to just name those movies again and give them a great one to ten could you do that yeah, do you want me to do it now, or do you want me to post it on the on the uh, on the site? Do both. Do it both. That's what I say. Do it here and do it there. <laughs> He's like, "What an asshole!" Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't do it. Uh, what didn't you do? I didn't. I, I should actually didn't grade them. I don't. It's funny. I only grade when we actually are doing the specific movies for the the show. I didn't right. actually think of grading these ones, but oh, I would say do it on the page. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do it on the page so I don't I don't um, shortchange any of the films or anything like that. Because I wouldn't mind hearing your grade and then, and then us giving ours if we've seen it, just to see if or I'm a you know I'm pretty easy with grades, but uh, but I hear you. I guess that is a lot. <laughs> Again, <laughs> there's lot well I, I'll tell you right yeah. off the bat, there's nothing under a seven and there's nothing that's a ten out of ten. Okay, okay, um, that's fine. So they're all between they're all between a seven and probably. More of an eight point five, maybe a nine, but an eight point five, okay. and 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 I'll, I'll put the rest on the site, I guess. Nice, cool. nice. So glad to hear that. So, so far, so good. If more people can get turned on to these found footage movies, there are gems out there. So, cool. All right, cool. cool. Well, now, now we got these reviews to do. All right, our first review, listener's choice, nineteen ninety one film, Popcorn, directed by Mark Harrier. A murderer begins killing off teenagers at a horrorthon organized in an abandoned theater. A film I've heard described as having more holes than Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Which, honestly, you know, it's true when you start to think about things. But, you know, in terms of... I mean, it's a perfect title. I know the title of this film, Popcorn, had to do with an element of the film that was removed. So that's why mm. the title doesn't necessarily make, make sense. But in the sense, it does because it's it's really just a fun little popcorn flick. Aha! Buy a bag, go home in a box. <laughs> I, I remember that, and it was the trailer when this movie first came out, and I yeah. remember that happening. Did you see it in the theater, Dave? I, I'd like to say I did. Yeah, I'd like to say I did. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I can't a hundred percent. Oh, you're not sure. I thought no. you were just like in a line saying, "Yeah, I'd like to say I did." Oh no, no, no. I'm if I'm a betting man, yes. I just don't recall the experience, but given the time it was and and, and that I remember the commercial and everything, it just seems like something I would have gone to see. So yeah, yeah. I saw you this. Know, I saw it in the theater, and I actually had the laser disc of this too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No, it's it's a fun disc. little film. I like it better than it is. 
I feel like there's a lot of wasted opportunities with this film. Um, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> no, you know what? I actually don't think it's that confusing. I think there's one thing that throws the whole film off, total misdirection, it takes a whole point away from me, and if it wasn't for this part of it, I think I would enjoy the movie a lot more. And it's, I, I, it's early on in the film, isn't it? It's it's when uh, D. Wallace goes to the theater, <laughs> and for no rhyme or reason, the exactly. marquee letters pop off the screen, the word possessor magically appears, and then yeah. a ticket comes out, the door opens, yet there's nothing supernatural about this movie at all other than the setup, and so yeah. that makes no sense and is the movie's biggest downfall. That, I mean, that's yep. the biggest that's hole it. in the movie. Yeah, is that's the it. Supernatural. Yeah. I mean, that is. You can oh, forgive it oh. because it's, you know, it's just a whatever. It's just. You you silly. think it was a dream. You thought when you're watching this movie, my daughter saw that part with me. I'm watching this movie and she said it. She goes, is she dreaming? And I said, well, I hope so. I couldn't remember. I've, I've seen this movie probably four or five times in my life, but it's been kind of spaced out, you know, so I, I forgot. And I go, I don't remember it. I remember the reveal. So I'm thinking, I don't think this is supernatural. But does this make any sense? And that's it. That's what I'm saying about the, what I when I said it's confusing. That and later on, when the girl is running, Maggie, our lead girl, mm-hmm. when she is running from when she gets first gets the reveal of the killer, and she's running, and all of a sudden she goes into like dream state, and she's getting all these weird flashbacks, and it's like. That's what I'm saying. That half of it, it for like a few minutes, it goes into half dream state, half regular, and that's kind of weird. Well, it so was doing that even things. earlier on. It started out with her dreaming because she's that's fine. She's, she's got dreaming. these suppressed memories. Yeah, but she's asleep. It makes sense, and she wakes up from the dream. I get that, but when she's running, it, she's it, running, she's having these you know? flashbacks. It's all clicking together. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was okay. I could explain that as like dream and reality is kind of blending because it is becoming her reality at the time. So. I can buy that, but that whole D. Wallace scene makes no sense whatsoever. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like they're snorting coke off the script at that point and deciding, I will we'll throw the possession. <laughs> they, if they just had her walk into the theater and yeah. then get attacked, it would have been fine. So I don't even yeah. know why they, 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 they could have cut it out. Like, it, right. it, it's, it's such a misstep for no reason. And if they just took that out, the movie actually makes... Whether whether it were, it makes perfect sense in the slasher subgenre yeah. reality and world and 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 I could buy everything else. I watched it twice again for the show and because I said I don't I remember that, but did I miss something to lead up to that? Like and I'm like nope, that's just how it plays out. <laughs> well, look, they were film students. He might have you know the killer might have known a very special trick to to do that to make the letters fly off and rearrange themselves. the way it looked it's it's just you know the problem is you know this film replaced its director three weeks in it replaced um its lead actress i mean jill jill sholin wasn't wasn't the lead actress she it was actually she came in weeks into production and most of her shots were reshoots she actually says that she didn't spend a lot of time with the cast because she was her part was originally played by um I forgot the girl's name. I think it's the girl who played the uh, the sister in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> well, you wow. know what? It's funny because her acting is a little weird at the beginning. She's very she's very disconnected from yeah. everyone. Yeah, acting seems really weird. Some of her responses are weird, but I like her. 
Like, there's, yeah. there's something about her, because I love her in uh, Phantom of the Opera, the one with mm-hmm. uh, Robert England. I love her in that. And, I love um, her in The Stepfather. Yeah, and The Stepfather. And <laughs> so she, it was funny, because they, she was kind of a scream queen, in a sense. A lot of her films were in these horror movies, but then she kind yeah. of just disappeared. Or or, or yeah. stopped stopped in them, but you know she's she it's she's good, and you know most of the most of the acting is passable. Another weird thing is the guy from uh, Fast Times at Richmond High, Mr. Han, Ray yeah. Walston. Well, what, a pop- throw, what a throwaway that was! Yeah, right. He pops up, says, "I'm gonna help you out here," and then it's Saturday night at the movies. And then that whole montage, montage sequence, and he's never back. He doesn't get killed. He doesn't. So I don't know if they would just like they ran out of money or whatever they happened, had, or if he quit. They had to be plagued with production problems because that's yeah. that's one of the big things. There wasn't enough kills. I right. mean, I look at the end credits, and I'm watching them. And remember the way this movie ends. You, you, when you see the credits, they show the person's name and they show the character they played in the movie. You see actually them in the scene. And I'm watching all these people. And I'm like. Jeez, they all survived. Yeah, it was this crazy. movie has more survivors in it than any other movie. Like for a slasher movie, there's definitely more survivors. How did the yes. blonde girl that that left him mid date for the other guys, that big dude who sat down next to her, the the girl Joy, and that big dude who punched the uh, who punched Mark in the face? How did they not get killed? Well, that's what's totally. so intriguing about this totally. movie. Instead, they get beat up by uh, by what's her name, Kelly, Kelly Joe Minter. Yeah, I like Kelly Joe Minter. I love her too. Seeing her because she's a a lot of movies I watched back in the day. She was in them. Yeah, Yeah, she was in everything back then. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare Five, Summer School, Summer School, the best. Mask, Shoot by Past, Shoot by Past. (laughs) She's awesome. (laughs) A past, yeah. Shoot by Past, Shoot by Past. Yeah, she's yeah. But you know, even her, like she didn't. She if she had had a showdown with the killer. It would have been it would have been cool because she was a tough chick, right? I get why the other one survived. The, Yet the I still plot. enjoy the movie. Yet I still enjoy so it. At I, the end I, of the day, that's, so what, that's what I'm saying. I enjoy the movie, but there's tons of problems with it. Yeah, but I think I'm going to end up coming up coming in higher than you guys even. I, but, I would have loved to have seen a a, re, a a whole massacre scene with with audience members being killed off. But you know what it is? Yeah. I hear what you're saying, and maybe they could remake it, but I'm no, Dave, I don't know if you will come and hire me, because the movie itself is a joy, because it reminds me, on one part, it plays out kind of like Joe Dante's matinee, where you have all of these throwbacks, like the movies with that they're watching, that they created yeah. for this movie, are Wait. fucking amazing. Yeah. The yeah. Speedo, the, the Guilty as Charged, or whatever the hell it's called in there, and like, mm-hmm. all of the them stench. are just yeah. The stench. Yeah. Oh, they're so fun to watch, and it's a love note to the movies. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that they're plagued with problems, but it, it is intriguing that, like, they kill the guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They yes, killed they the, the slut. They killed the teacher. That, okay, that, I mean, the teacher, that had to be probably one of the worst kills I've ever seen. Like, it was a good kill, but, like, the worst in terms of, like, move. <laughs> Well, he just uh, step he, he, step to your left. I think he thought <laughs> he's still in control of the skeeter. <laughs> no, he knew he wasn't in control. He's like, it's coming towards me. Move! He couldn't face the facts. He kept trying to think that he was going to play with his joystick and it was going to yeah. fix it. Move! Just, <laughs> I know. Move! It's like move! 
Like I, I was like, oh man, he's I like that guy. He always he's always in all those uh, Woody Allen movies. Yeah, he's cool. I forget his name, but yeah, Tony Roberts. Yeah, he's been around. I like him. Yeah, definitely. but uh, what's his name? I mean, what's I don't want to say it saves the movie because the movie's enjoyable no matter what. But um, what's his name? Oh, Tom Toby. Villard. Yeah, to- to- Toby's. He's I mean, Tom he's, Villard. He's, he's amazing. Great. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's great, and some I read this on on IMDb that somebody made reference, and I, I couldn't think of it when I'm watching the movie. I'm like, his his mannerisms and the way he the way he's portraying the character. I'm like, people were referencing that that Jim Carrey sounded like him in The Mask. Yeah, he I was did. like, oh my god, they're right. Really? That yeah, was it. That's funny. Yeah, that, that's yeah. He was very comical, very very good. I think it was very easy to figure out who the killer was, if you even if you've never seen the film. Yeah, There's a certain side shot that's shown that you could that you could just tell is who it is. And they even even when they show it earlier, when when they show the other version with the you know the burns, they show it. There's a full shot when you see it before yeah. the reveal. Yeah, you, you can probably. Tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there is, but I, I I remember not knowing when I was when I was younger. But I didn't know when I was younger. And I, I, I remember like this came out I think the year after Dark Man, and I thought, oh, this is awesome because he he kind of had like with the whole face and putting the face on, and that, that was what like you know in Dark Man that's what he was doing too, and he could be anybody. And I thought, what a cool idea that they don't really that's and again that's just what's intriguing about the movie. They use it, but they don't enough. overuse it, or they don't right. They don't go too far with it. It's just there enough for it to be intriguing, but going, well, they could have done so much more with it. But I would have loved to have seen him wearing every face throughout the movie. Yeah. And, and I mean, the scene in the bathroom was hilarious. He, he starts yeah. peeing on the guy. But that I would was have, great. I would have loved to see every... I would have loved to see even at the beginning while they're organizing it. Like, if it turns out, like, one of them was was him the whole time wearing someone else's face. Like I just had like a big like saw reveal at the end. I don't know. <laughs> oh, in case the listeners haven't noticed by now, we're uh, we're spoiling. So. But they also oh we've spoiled it left right and center. And they but I love yeah. that they did because he's wearing the face and you can tell it's peeling peeling at the side. It's not like they made it picture perfect. He puts on the sunglasses right. to kind of hide the eyes. Like they really do explain it. I just feel like they don't go. Uh, really far but he plays such a a great crazy person one thing they made perfect though and they made it a little too perfect is was he was able to do those voices way too well well he said he did mention that he had the box or something yeah but he 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 had like the box was like with their voices in it yeah but check it out but there was other times when he was trying to replicate their voices and he couldn't and the one time he even got called out on it a couple times he did yeah when mark was was mark mark was like she looks like shit no, but he's just like, and he's like frog in the throat. He said a frog in a throat. Both of those. There you go. Those are the two instances. They're two different instances, and there it is. How yep. how cool is that scene though, where he's gonna Sweet. kill that girl, but she says that she's madly in love with Toby, yeah, and so he yeah. he runs off, and yeah. I thought that was great. It was, it was just well done. You're like, there's so was, many he, great. He was parts. very comical after that because the next scene is like him like stressing out. He's like, I got my own problems to worry about. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> he's good. Like, he was, he was talking actually, about he, love. Yeah. <laughs> love, I got my own words. <laughs> but seriously, Mr. Davis, move. Just move. <laughs> Just move. <laughs> and they repeated the fucking kill. 
they, they did. Which is, weird, which is odd because they had so much. This conceptually, this is great. They're watching those movies, you know, the whole thing about the backstory of the Possessor movie and everything else. You know, and I, I, I honestly, I wish they would play this someplace. And, and I don't care; they could charge us twenty bucks or whatever to go in there and have all those movies and then basically do what they were doing in this movie and put up a mosquito prop and put up this and, you know, put the smell in there and the shock. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't you guys love to go to something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The tingler, yeah. like the electric, electric shocks of the chairs. But yeah. even popcorn, even if they had played popcorn and it was still interactive. Because that's the idea. That, oh, that, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now they're actually fun. killing us? Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> what, what in five? It's up to you. What if yeah, five doesn't make it alive? <laughs> nice, there you go. Just to add real, realism to it. Yeah, so there's, there's actually fear. But yeah, they had other things they could have done, and they didn't. It was a good kill. I mean, it's... I mean, they ripped it off of Flash Gordon. That You know, that's that's the main kill right there. Ming the Merciless. You know? But it's still fucking sweet, you know? Did anyone else and, think the... Uh, sorry, Dave, what were you going to say? No, I was saying, as far as the kills go, what would... They're not all that memorable. Are they? I mean, there's the one. The, there's the, the wheelchair with the electricity. And I couldn't understand the one. Remember he was making out with the girl? And then the skin starts coming off? How did he end up disposing of her? Do they ever show us? Well, he That's strangles he her. her. He's, he's yeah, strangling he her. her. Yeah. Strangled her? With, like, the ropes or whatever there that... Yeah. Okay. Maybe I... Yeah, he just strangled her. I missed it. I missed it. I was like, I don't get it. Because I'm like, you're assuming he's going to kill her. And I didn't see it happen. Then the next scene, obviously, she's dead when she's mimicking her voice and moving around. That's the scene where she looked like shit when the guy said that, you know? Yeah. So. Speaking of that guy, did you guys like, like, they use him for comic relief. Like, he's always falling down, uh, Mark, or whatever. Like, he <laughs> he, he falls down, like, I think, three yeah, times. Yeah, he falls down the stairs. And then, like, he's and... the total comic relief. Uh, Are you okay, Mark? I... I'm fine. Be careful. Just don't step on my yeah, and they yeah, made that noise. <laughs> this was like a, a, a this was like a fucking an eighties movie in ninety one. This is just like an eighties slasher. I think I, I venture to say this is probably the last movie of its time at that time. Like in ninety one, when this movie dropped, I don't think there was anything else like it after. I'd say this thing, Doctor Giggles, may have been the last one. I, oh, I yeah. give I give Doctor Giggles like Doctor Giggles still felt like it was like a. Um, a lost 80s slasher movie. Sillier, but still a lost 80s slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Was it like a stalk and slash of a group of friends, though? Like the, oh. the, the regular shit that they do? I forgot Dr. Giggles. Well, I mean, it's a slasher film. It's it's the okay. It's a group of people, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, but that was the one with Larry Drake. and that, I mean, that I'd say that... I saw that in the theater, too. I'd say these two were the last slasher movies before they died out... And then Scream kind of rejuvenated them again. I know we're only talking a, like uh, a difference of four years, but they weren't making them like they were back in the early eighties, uh, no. mid eighties, like that. Like this was this was still like kind of like a, a if not dying dead subgenre. It was, yeah, it was dead. I mean, that's what cause I, I remember. You know, when we did our top forty, so I remember us looking at all the years and remarking then how like in eighty seven, eighty eight. There was barely any left, and they were big, 80 to 84, of course, they were huge. But even then, I remember 89 when Intruder came out. I remember that being the last one, and then even seeing it felt kind of weird. It felt like it should have been like three years earlier or something, whatever, you know? So it was really gone. They weren't making them at all. And then they made this, and it it's weird. It fit right into it. 
it was just cheesy enough. It was just it fit in perfectly with movies like that, and you know, that's maybe that's something else about it. That's why we are going to come in kind of high, I guess, because it's fun. Because it's a fun movie, and the girl's relatable. She kind of reminds me of like a almost like a Winona Ryder in Beetlejuice. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, very, very mopey and and withdrawn. Yeah, but but cute and yeah relatable. You know. She was also in Cutting Class. So she did do a, a nice amount of horror films. Yeah, yeah. And she, she did, did a, and she did uh, Chiller, the Wes Craven TV movie. Right, right. Did you guys uh, notice one of the things? That's, so sometimes these things just stick out to me, maybe because I've watched it twice in a row. Uh, it, it, it stuck out to me even more so. But when the lights go out and they're like, oh, we got to get everything back up and running. we got to get things going. Or whatever like that. It just sounds so ridiculously overdubbed. There's like, hey, everybody, uh, while we get the lights on, the band's going to start playing. It just seems so, I don't know if you noticed it, but like the, it, it seems like, I don't know what character it was, but just like some overdubbed voice that says that, and then all of a sudden the band just starts playing uh, the reggae yeah, music. And they're, then, they're in, yeah, they're in the middle of a power outage, yet Earth, right. Wind & Fire was able to perform a whole set. <laughs> right! <laughs> we don't have any lights, but these guys can plug in their instruments just fine. And the, <laughs> film, was shot, the film was shot in Jamaica, that's why it's a reggae band. Yeah, that's what I... I, <laughs> I, I read that because I was like... What the hell are they listening to here? Fucking serious? It really I was like, hey, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do what? you remember? <laughs> it really was filmed in Jamaica? Yeah, it was filmed in Jamaica. Yeah, that's that why it was sense. a reggae band. Oh my gosh, that's fucking yeah. crazy. How about Dead Dog? <laughs> when they said, when they were setting up for the show and they were setting oh, up for Dead the Dog, <laughs> he goes, I have a fucking scent of a dead dog, the guy, and then he's, the guy says, and the girl says, gross. So then the next scene, the guy, they're testing it. He puts it out, and the other students that are getting ready to put on the fucking, it's behind the, they smell it, and somebody says, oh, dead dog. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the wheelchair says, oh, dead dog, because it's like How would you know what a fucking dead dog smells like? What the fuck? <laughs> Like the, like that's a common smell. It's like no, a right name. And then he you know? says body odor, and she and the girl's like gross. And he's like, no, not bo, but the odor of a dead body. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gross. Uh, that just that cracked me up. That fucking he he smells something. Imagine doing that. What's that? So like a dead dog, you know? I mean, <laughs> who the fuck smells a dead dog? You know, you know, wet dog. I mean. Yeah, maybe that's what they were going for. But do you guys know what the budget for the movie is? Because it grossed four point oh, two million, and it had to, to be a high budget because it 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 didn't it was considered a failure. But that's what I was just about to say. Like that four point two million for a slasher film. Now, if we're talking like Maniac or The Prowler, was probably a killing. But maybe that's why because they said this was considered a failure and that's exactly funny enough they said it was it went it really didn't go to mainstream theaters and i remember we saw it at uh south common cinemas which was kind of more of a second run theater system they they had smaller screens cheaper rates but we always yeah. went there because they would play the movies we wanted to see and that's where i saw repossessed the linda blair <laughs> knockoff of the exorcist yeah. uh popcorn out for justice, Texas Chains of the Next Generation. Like they never came to our mainstream theaters, but I saw them all at this place. Man, I think I saw popcorn at a theater like that as well. Yeah, I wonder how much it costs because it does seem like four million's a, a nice amount of money. I don't think any of this cast was getting paid, you know, 
a million dollars. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. Well, that was a shame to read about uh, the guy who played Toby. I didn't realize he, he died so young. Oh, did he? I didn't know that at all. Yeah, he he uh, he died a few years later. He died uh, complications from AIDS. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's... yeah. He was only forty. Wow, no shit. How about that guy in the wheelchair when he's sitting there and he's doing the you know the electric shocks and he's getting ready anyway? <laughs> and he when he gets his death, somebody comes up behind him and puts his hand on him, and he immediately thinks that someone wants to do something kinky with him. Who do you think it was? Did he? You know what I'm saying? Sounds like that girl got around. Like, I think it was just that that girl was a slut. Slept with the teacher to get their marks. Maybe fooled around with a guy in a wheelchair. I don't know. Because he, <laughs> you're right. He did just sort of like, oh, here we go. Yeah. He was, but he was, he was like the class clown, you know. So you just expect he was going to, like, be inappropriate <laughs> and act that way. Yeah. No I matter who so. it was. I don't think he was expecting to be electrocuted the way he was. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. He he was the same guy that had the reaction to the dead dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was funny because he he was in the wheelchair, so like right. he was right at the level of the mouth, and he was literally just shooting right into his face. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, dead dog, move me!" Oh man, that's why they did him. Yeah, it was right into his face. That's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, you man. know, it's it's a very enjoyable film, you know, but you know. There's, it could it could have been an amazing film. Yes, it could have been. Yeah, a couple things changed. Um, yeah, they could have tweaked it. It could. Have been I, I, I won't. Come, no matter what my score is, because I'm still not decided on it, it. It's still a film that I do hope gets a Blu-ray release at some point. I know there are talks about it, but if it yeah, does, it's been I, apps I, for years yeah, now. For years, it's now. sitting on their asses. Yeah, but if it, if it does, I'll pick it up because it's it's you know it it. It's a fun little film just to throw on and watch. Dude, yeah, and the whole possessor thing, that angle, and the yeah. video, that's fucking spooky shit. There that is some spooky, spooky shit. Right? Man, the, this oh, is yeah. the beginning, the opening credits with the whole vat of masks. I was like, that's creepy as hell. Yes, that is creepy. Yeah. So it, it kind of has a lot of everything in there, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, but it just doesn't, you know, something's lacking, but it has a lot of pieces that together make up a good slasher film you know they yeah. just drop the ball a little bit don't you feel like uh scream 2 kind of uh. forward for that i don't know now if i yeah. read that somewhere or if it's just because i saw the film school like it was right to the film class just like scream 2 did and they're talking you had to, you had to have read it i don't i don't believe you're capable of original <laughs> thought <laughs> <laughs> What an asshole is <laughs> the line we say every time yep. you speak. <laughs> <laughs> you speak. <laughs> but no, it, it just it really does play out. It was definitely ahead of its time then for from that self-referential standpoint uh, for horror because it predates Scream and everything else by five years. Right. Even New Nightmare, yeah. which I guess kind of... I'm not saying, again, we're not saying those were the first to have that self-referential factor, but those are the ones that started making it become definitely more popular. Mm-hmm. So, but no, it just, I love that. Maybe that's why I related it to more back when I saw it in the theater, because, you know, I wanted to make movies, uh, and then it was a making movies and them getting killed at the same time. So I was like, great, sign me up. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. 
Well, are we ready for ratings? What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, we can rate. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to rate. It is. It is a tough one. It's a tough one to put a number on because, you know. Yes. Yes. Because I, 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 like, I don't feel like my, whatever number I give it, I don't feel like it's going to represent, like, how I feel about the film. That's kind of how it, I feel. It's right. weird. It's, it's a film where I say, you know, see it, you know, enjoy it for what it is. It's a fun film. It's got a lot of rewatchability to it. Is it a great film? No. But, uh, you know, just for pure enjoyment, I- I'll give it a six and a half. All right. All right. Well, so far I am coming in higher, but not much. I, uh, seven was the number I went with. As okay. we were talking for a little while, I was considering going eight just because I was reminiscing about it again and you guys feeling the same way. But when you really look at it, there it's just, it's like I said, it, it's good. It's enjoyable. There's just some things about it that are a little off that, I, that you know. Mm-hmm. could have been fixed like I didn't want to go too high so yeah seven is where I'm at but yeah it's definitely it's definitely a recommend it's definitely a um what do you call it it's up there <laughs> if I'm gonna give it an exploding head oh, yeah, <laughs> that I think you're you're yeah you're in half head territory yeah I could I could go with a half head blown well, so, yeah, yeah I I was sorry. gonna say. I'm sorry. I was just gonna quickly say I wasn't blown, but if anything, this film is just worth having just for. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. What an asshole! Sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh man. I was not too long ago. But it, it, the movie is certainly worth seeing, if, if only for Toby's performance alone. Yeah. Yep. I just think he's that good. I think he carries the movie. Yeah, he is good. And Dave, I'm right where, right there with you. I said it would be an eight, but I'm taking that point away for the, the non, inexplicable. Sorry, yeah, marquee sequence. It yep. just doesn't work. So it's a seven out of ten. But definitely see it. It's a fun slasher film, um, and even these little like craziness and and and, and screw ups and and wackiness is part of its intrigue all at the same time. Yeah, it's just one of those movies. It's just fun because it's a horror <laughs> film about people who love horror films set in a movie theater where they're watching other horror films. It's like, right, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, it's like you love that. You're like, oh, you want to look at the posters, you want to look at the props, you know. It's it's just a fun movie to look at. Yeah, there's the, and there's like a good time vibe going on. Exactly. By horror fans. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it's very relatable. It's just conceptually, it's great. Yeah. And it does succeed on those levels, you mm-hmm. know, it's... It's just, just a couple things that we touched on. But there it is. Pretty favorable review, I would say. So that was popcorn. Listeners, you guys chose it. So, you know, y'all bought it, so y'all caught it. Tell us what you think. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so now we go into one more. And, yes, we're going to spoil this one, too. And that movie is House of the Devil. The House of the Devil, 2009, directed by Ty West. During a night in 1983 with a full lunar eclipse, Samantha Hughes takes a babysitting job surrounded by mysterious circumstances before she finds out her client's terrifying secret. Wow, that uh, that description is giving a lot away. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I really don't feel like you could go into this movie completely blind unless somebody just handed it to you and said, here, watch this. Like well, you're gonna re- you're gonna read a little bit about it. and You're gonna get an idea of what type of film it is. 
you don't need to know Dick. The title alone, House of the Devil. It doesn't yeah, that's that's obvious. True. That's true. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. And she's going to a house. You know, she's a base. Somebody she's wants you to, to a base. house and of the devil. <laughs> yeah. Some things are not going to happen. It's not going to be like a big parade with clowns and confetti. <laughs> now, Dave, Christian, and I were talking about this actually before we even started recording tonight, and that. The look of this film and the way it was shot and everything is just top notch. Top notch. Top notch, man. Well, it looks like even my wife caught me watching. She goes, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, a great horror movie. And she's like, well, what's it called? She, I said, House of the Devil. She goes, it looks so old. I'm like, that's what he was going for. It was just made in 2009 uh, or released in 2009. I said, it, uh, but it, it's made to look like an early 80s horror film. And he and totally succeed. succeeded. To yeah. Totally succeeded. 10 out of 10 for that. 10 out of 10 for that. Yeah. And, but he also incorporates some 70s techniques because it was even very 70s just to freeze frame, throw the title on. Yes. Loved and, it. Yeah. Loved that title yeah. card fucking look at yeah. the, the color of it. Everything is fucking right on. Yeah, yeah and I'm a sucker for shit. That's that, that, okay, that, I don't want to call it the saving grace because I'm not saying this movie's bad at all but i'm saying that is the to me that's the best thing about the film is, is the presentation and you know the feel and the girl being another one much more though i mean the, the first girl was relatable in popcorn this girl is very relatable and yeah yeah she's yeah a great final girl if you will she is yeah. uh the right amount of attractive the right amount of personality everything it's just she's a likable if she wasn't a likable girl the movie might not work because you're spending a lot of time. Uh, it falls yeah. on her shoulders. And she's it's fairly been, new. Yeah. <laughs> or at the time, she was fairly new. This mm-hmm. was a movie about real estate, right? She spent most of the movie touring that house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, well I'll, ta- done. I'll, ta- I'll take it. Sold. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, this is, this is a movie, and I hate to use this phrase because it just, but I think this is a movie where it's definitely more style over substance. Yet I get why the substance is so minimal. It, it's it's to be the type of film it was trying to be. Even even when even when you get all the way to the end, you know, while certain things aren't necessarily my favorite, I one hundred percent understand why the film is the way it is. And some people will will hate it just because they'll be like, Oh well nothing happens and this and that and then other people will be like, Well, it's an homage to this type of film from from this time period, and this and it really captures that vibe. Exactly, but I think it does. Shit does happen. It just happens. It, it just it, it's yeah. a very slow burn. And at one point, at one point, I was even you know, and this was a rewatch for me. And even at one point, I'm like, all right, this is a little bit too slow of a burn. Hmm. Okay, well, I've watched it four times, and I I love it. Yeah, it's it's a slow burn, and I typically I got ADD if I do so. I'm self-diagnosed, but um, it's, yeah, weed I helps. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, but uh, we're right with on it. that too. Yeah. <laughs> but where I'm going with it is that like I don't, I never found this movie boring. Never once, not once, have I found this movie boring. I like the way it's introduced. Funny enough, we talked about it when uh, I was watching it, rewatching it, going, "Hey, 
did the listeners realize they picked two movies with D Wallace in it? <laughs> yeah. And that, what a great, like, <laughs> yeah. Great and, little... and that's another, that's one of the little criticisms, you know? Yeah. She had a very small part, but it just seemed like a, like a throwaway part. Yeah. That's when she was just coming back though. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it. You know, you know, she, that's fine. She came back slowly. D Wallace into horror. Now she's kind of back in. But, I mean, yeah. she was doing just tad parts here and there, and she didn't start to do more, I, I don't think, until um, uh, Lords of Salem. And then mm-hmm. she's done a couple more. But I mean, it was a nice back... little part. She had a nice interaction yeah. with the lead character. It was, it was nice to see, like, friendly interactions with people. It was funny what she said, too, because it was almost like talking about, like, her other movies. She's like, um, I'm too old to be dealing with this nonsense now or something, she says. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of like, you know, a, 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 a nod and a wink to, like, you know, the other movies that she's been involved in and, you know, people that, obviously. I mean, that's why she's cast in a movie like this, you know? But, yeah, you know, it's funny. I forgot to mention it in Popcorn. The guy mentioned fucking um, Spielberg, and she was in E.T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was funny. I'm pissed too. Well, I forgot to mention in Popcorn too. Two Iron Maiden references, man. Yes, yes. Eddie, Eddie was uh, one of the masked guys in the audience, and I fucking forgot to mention it. Well, hey, we're mentioning it now. And then they talk about, and you thought Iron Maiden was just a heavy metal band when he puts her yes. in that thing at the end. Like two <laughs> Maiden references in the movie, man. I yes. got the I got the second one. Yeah, yeah the one that was <laughs> force fed to you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see the Eddie mask. How did yeah. I miss that? They're, oh. Like, they cut to him twice. Eddie. Wow. What the fuck? I can't believe I missed it. The guy with the two heads was cool. That's something else about Popcorn. Everybody was so into it in the crowd, you would never get anything like that with everybody dressed up. The amount of people that were dressed up just to go see these cheesy horror movies, it was off the fucking hook. It was yeah, crazy. The two-headed guy, I thought he was going to play a part at one point. I mean, even though this was a rewatch, so I knew he wasn't. It just They showed him a lot. Yeah, they sure as fuck did. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Sorry, and, back and to that, House. <laughs> that was House of the De- and that was House of the Devil. And that's yeah. House of the Devil. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's twelve out of ten. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't even know where we were here, but well, we were, I, we're I, on I like D, D. Wallace. We're talking about D. Wallace and and her okay. part in it, and then, but yeah, I the way that she's introduced to the whole thing with the babysitting she just gets this apartment she's happy she finds that she wants to do this babysitting thing make a few extra bucks mm-hmm. uh, the way that that whole interaction there creepy but creepy only because we know we're watching a horror film but for her it kind of seems realistic she gets stood up but then how it all sort of plays out again and and she ends up getting the gig i yeah, thought they, something, they did that really well so i was gonna say there's something so soothing and terrifying at the same time about tom noonan's voice yeah yeah. yeah he's good like i would like for him to like come over and just like read me a story before i go to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he did he did great in this one my only thing is i've mentioned you know i have no problem with the slow burn and the only time i could see it maybe being slow like brandon you you had no problem with the beginning you said at all and all that no the beginning the beginning was great okay. even just a few there was a little bit in the house that there was yeah, I knew, yeah. there was like two or three segments where they where she was touring the house where mm-hmm. they broke it up it was like it should have either been one long continuous take or or well it, it would know. have been too much of a montage if it would have just been one you know they did a little montage. Much. It was like it was like, come on. 
But I could see someone would say that. Me, it didn't bother me, and I've learned that I'm okay with slow burns. Another guy, ADHD, 100%. But if I'm immersed into a movie enough, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, that's what it is about my mind, that if I get into something, I'm sucked into a deep, uh, nothing's pulling me out. It doesn't happen much, but, you know, <laughs> it does. Like it happened with The Witch. You know, it's certain movies. But anyway, this movie, I, I was into it, you know. My only beef comes at the end, honestly. I'm fine with everything until the end, and that not, not, I'm not just talking about the very end. Although I I'm, I'm actually I'm actually kind of fine with, with with the whole thing. I wish certain things had played out a little different. I wish maybe the reveal of the sun was done differently. Like maybe the first oh, time really? we like maybe the first time we saw him was when he delivered the pizza. I understood why he was at the cemetery and why he ended up killing. Um, What's her name? Oh, what was Greta Gerwig's character's name? I don't know. Well, I also like she's actually a good actress too. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I get it. He had to be there. She was. You know, the babysitter was the chosen one, so there was no getting away. Basically, right. he was. He was. She was going back to that house, even if she had left. He was going to find a way to 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 get her back to the house. That scene was shocking, though, because it's just that, yes, yeah, and awesome too. Yeah. Glory. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's weird because I was you know I I knew it was coming and it was still shocking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a page well of maniac, not quite as not quite as slow, not slow mo and not quite as uh, brutal as the maniac scene, but like just boom, no. gunshot, splat, and it's just it's just because the movie's been well goreless at this point and and yeah. and whatever, and boom, it just hits you over the head with that shot scene, and it's like whoa. And then you're done, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? The lesson to be learned is don't stop by any cemeteries to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And if you do, and someone approaches you, just tell them you're the babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and why? You're right. That's something else about this that I was wondering. Why the fuck would she pull over to light a cigarette? I just... Weird. She's... I don't know. Stop. You stop the car to fucking light a smoke? Smoker's... They're always smoking in their fucking car, you know? I yeah. Know. I just found that weird. That, that, yeah, that's I, I, that I took, it, it didn't bother going. me. It was like, okay, she just pulled over. She was, she, she was a little upset that, you know, um, Samantha was stayed behind because she, she knew something was up. So she just pulled over to have a smoke, and then shit went down. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know. It's it, it's it's a nitpick, I suppose. I just, yeah. I, how about, like, when he says painless... Earlier on in the movie, when he's on the phone with her, and he says, uh, "We'd like to make this as painless as possible for you." Yeah, I, I really think he was meaning that, and fucking, you know, and what we come to see at the end. That whole yeah, thing. it's almost like he was completely honest the whole time. Like he never lied to her; he just left out certain things. Well, yeah. it's almost like you could like he's talking about his intentions the whole time without actually saying them. <laughs> in a way, yeah, yeah, I could see that definitely with that line. Once he gets to the house, though, or she gets to the house when they're talking about the, uh, uh, my mother-in-law's upstairs and all that, then it's a whole different thing, you know? Yeah, that part got a little weird. What's true about that? I honestly don't even know what, what, is she up there? Well, I think mother was up there. I'm not sure. That's why I'm asking you guys. You think she was up there? I do. Well, it was also, I don't think it was their house. It wasn't there. Oh, yeah. that's right. That was like, the house it was, where they whacked them. Yeah, they whacked. Right. That was the dead bodies were in that room with the pentagram, or so they were up there. And then I guess that 
Is that mother? Is that the cre the the creature? Yeah, mother's the creature. Why is mother a creature? <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting that it's a creature too. Why can't she just be an old woman? I don't know because she had to impregnate the girl. <laughs> Isn't that their plan? None of that bothered me though. I never. I, I None guess, of that bothered me. Yeah. It's, just, it's just it's just so minimal that it's like you you kind of want a little more. It is minimal, and that's something that does affect it a bit. My honestly, my biggest beef with it is the ease of her escape. That's all. It always has been that she just tied down, and all of a sudden she's gonna mother power and, yeah. fucking people with it. Just with just by how did she get out? Just cut herself loose or break? I don't know. It just. Well, maybe you know what? Actually, it's a little refreshing to see that not everybody knows how to tie like these military style <laughs> knots and stuff. And maybe they're not like, literally; they're just doing the bidding, as they said, they're the messenger. So they're not like skilled murderers or anything like that. So maybe, well, they weren't planning on killing her. Yeah, they just yeah. Or, I or, mean, so yeah. she didn't have to be tied down that hard. They just had to get the 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 ram's blood, or the, the goat blood, into her <laughs> into her belly before uh, before she woke up. The biggest thing to nitpick is why, how did she even decide to eat that pizza? Did you see that? It looked like it wasn't even cooked. Well, is, uh, That's what I'm starting to wonder. Is that what drugged her? Is a fact yeah, that... Of course yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, but no, because plan, I understand right? why Christian asked that, though, because she mentioned that she can get disoriented at times. Yeah. So, so oh. I was... If if people are coming from all different areas, I, it was like a throwaway line, I guess. I don't know why it was even said. Well, that yeah, she said it in a weird spot, and then at the same token, it was like yes, she had eaten the food, so and that's and then threw it away, kind of in disgust. So you're kind of thinking, okay, what's wrong with that? And of course, then she starts getting faint, or whatever. But it seems like the music's been swelling, and we she's been scared herself uh, like three times as she's going around this house, as Brandon mentioned earlier. But ultimately, she. I thought she was, is she fainting out of fear? Is she just getting disillusioned? But I was like, or no, it's probably that fucking pizza. But they never. Yeah, it was the pizza. Again, they never dwell on it too much or whatnot. See, that's something else about that movie is that their whole plan has to do with this pizza. What if she'd happen to not be hungry? You know? What if she well, didn't and, order And that, that's, that's why I say, look, I mean, the son was, was hanging out down the block at the cemetery you know the um, what's what's the character's names? Uh, sorry, you know Mr. 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 The Almonds, the the you okay. know Tom Noonan and 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 his wife were never mm -hmm. far away. So so it was clear that she, she, Samantha was never going anywhere once she got there. You know that she was chosen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, it's just you know what, what, was she a virgin? I don't think she was a virgin. You don't think so? No, I don't. Oh. She doesn't give me that vibe. She, <laughs> I'm just telling you, just the vibe I get off her is like I don't know. I, I don't think she's a slut. I just think. Was he made reference like out. like we had another girl, but it didn't work out? Like why didn't it work out with the other girl? She found out when she got the reveal, and she got the fuck out. Like, but if but if she had been chosen, if she was fine and chosen too, why didn't they just? Uh, she had to stay her? in the house. She had to stay in the house in order to get the pizza. Remember, they had to make her comfortable. They, oh, they could have her... just, you know, knocked her out and just dragged well, her back to the house. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I like the movie, but there's a couple things that... There you go. There's another one. I didn't even think I, about I, I read a theory online, and it's a cool theory. I, I don't I don't buy into it or, or not, but it was cool that, that suggested that perhaps Samantha was... Um, 
and we're obviously dealing with spoilers with both these films, but that Samantha was pregnant from the beginning of the film. That's interesting. Maybe she was. It's it's an interesting theory. I don't I don't necessarily buy into it because I think it's meant to be you know an eighty style you know satanic cult film. Right. But uh, you know, there's the scene at the beginning where she's obviously stressing and crying in the bathroom, and she's eating a lot of junk food throughout the whole movie. Hmm. You know, not that that means anything. You know, people eat junk yeah, food. Still. She's yeah. eating a lot of chocolate and stuff, and, you know, she's obviously very stressed. She's clearly disgusted with, you know, her roommate just having sex and sleeping all day. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah. Wouldn't, they wouldn't know that, and they couldn't bank on the fact that putting these little ads around at a school was going to get them someone that was pregnant. No, I'm saying what the point is, is that nobody knew, is that only Samantha, that, no, not even Samantha, that nobody knew. Oh, okay. And I, that ultimately what they believed to be a success was was not. Because, you know, this, oh. takes place in the eight, this takes place in the 80s as, you know, during, you know, what was considered a, you know, a, a time when people were, you know, worried about these crazy satanic cults and stuff like that. And so, you know, they might have just been delusional and thinking, okay, we, we, we impregnated her with, with, the, with the son of Satan, with the child of Satan. And it might have just been she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. That's quite possible. I mean, I like that theory. I don't buy into it. I'm okay with it, though. Because I'm okay, <laughs> I'm okay with it as, as, you know, as an idea. But, you know, the idea that they talked about how the, the, the moon... The eclipse. the eclipse exited um, quicker than scientists had expected, and they couldn't right. explain it. And that was in conjunction with her shooting herself. Right. You know, it was just yeah. too coincidental to be in conjunction with that. Yeah, it's like it, it, it knocked something off its axis. And, and she never, and she never killed, and she never shot. Um, I don't even know his name. I can't remember his name. They just call him Mister Ullman. Mister Ullman. Yeah. You, when, you know, yeah, that is weird. I guess because he just sued their. I, I love that, though, because when I was young, we always watched these movies. My buddy and I always said, like, why doesn't someone just say, eh, I'm a goner, and just say, I can't get out of this, and they just kill themselves. And it never played out, like, in those slasher movies when you're the final person, you're like, death is inevitable or, or whatnot. Um, and they always they always try to fight their way out of it. And we just thought it would be cool to see someone just give up. And she kind of gives yeah. up, but ends up yeah. not doing it properly. <laughs> yeah, there was a show on, uh, I don't know how many years ago, called um, Harper's Island. It's yeah, a TV show. Yeah, and it, it was pretty good. I like, yeah, it was, a, it was you know, like a, a slasher mystery show. And, and I liked it all the way until the reveal. I didn't really love the reveal on that. But one of the one of the kills in it was a self-inflicted kill. And it was actually like one of the more creepy, like heart-wrenching ones. It was like, you know, the girl basically saying, you, you can't have me. And and basically cool. killing herself, so it made me cool, think of that. I mean, I, I like that because it, yeah, it deviates from what we're, not, we're used to. I would have thought though. The one thing I was thinking is, you know, like she, she sees these these veins pulsing in her stomach and stuff, and uh, like, why didn't she shoot herself right in the stomach? Yeah, it's a painful death, though. I think you she know? wanted to. Yeah, you figure you're shooting yourself in your head. It's pretty much a done deal. Unfortunately, in this yeah. case, it's not. No, I do. But... I do like that last scene, though. I love the fact that hey, she survived, 
Uh, we never find out what happened with Mr. Ullman, and it's just kind of left open. I'm okay with that, too. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I mean, I know people hate that ending, but because it's like just such oh, a, it's it's kind of cliche, but it, it fits perfectly with this with the style of film. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a perfect line. You know, it's it's not shocking. You know, you'd be fine, both of you. You know, <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, it, it it's pretty straightforward. That's my only problem is the ease of her escape. I think, and then just I would I, I, I wouldn't mind a few more minutes of. The climax. I don't know. Just when they get up there and they're doing their ritual, I just wish there would have been more of that stuff. But I wish she had grabbed the gun before she went up to the attic instead of after she killed Mrs. Allman and came down. That's one. That's another another trope or action in horror films that I absolutely hate is when the protagonist kills or supposedly kills the bad guy and never grabs the weapon. <laughs> right. The first thing I would do. And I, the first thing you would do after you knock the killer out or thought you killed the killer is grab the weapon and continue to kill that killer over and over and over, nonstop, cut them up into small pieces until the police arrive, then cook the pieces, then mail the pieces to different countries. <laughs> Amen. Yep. You would fuck them up. It's... Of course, we know all the movies we've seen. More than yeah. anybody, horror fans know that because they've seen it too many times in movies. They'd be like, I guess, I guess the you know, the films wouldn't be as fun if you know they'd be over in two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about that pizza thing again. <laughs> I keep going back to the pizza. Pizza, 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 pizza. Now, okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> Pizza Pizza, the Canadian place, yes. That was the name of the place. I know. It was made, made filmed in Canada, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. But um, there's no way that would have got that that pizza. You know? Remember how far out they were? They were in the middle of nowhere. For that guy to take that order and go to a pizzeria and get the pizza she ordered and come back, it would have been a couple hours of a commute, I think. I think you he know? had the pizza the whole time and he was... And he knew was, what she was going to order. Yeah, extra pepperoni. <laughs> Don't forget they don't forget they were um, probably they were probably watching her the whole movie and she had uh, she had pepperoni pizza with Megan earlier in the film. I don't know, man. That's a hell of a chance to take because you know the shit would be cold. And then the way she holds the pizza box, did you have you noticed that when she closes the door, she tilts it sideways, <laughs> and she it gives him like a twelve dollar tip. It kills me. Just oh, does she threw the money at him? Yeah, it was eight dollars for the pizza, and she threw oh, the yeah. money at him. Yeah. Like, for somebody who's so concerned about money for an apartment and possible abortion, it's like, come on. <laughs> Impossible abortion. You might be right. That might be what it's all about. No, I totally read that on uh, the message boards, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe it, but. I don't know. How about when they said extra anchovies? Yeah, uh, I, a nod to. Um, Lover camp, boy. Camp, Lover boy, yeah. I was going to say Camp yeah. I mean, Love Lover boy, yeah. You know that one, Christian? No. Patrick Dempsey? Yeah, he's a fucking... Extra anchovies means that they're ordering the... Uh... Oh, wait. The, the movie Can't Buy Me Love? No, it's called Loverboy. No, I don't know Loverboy. I know the movie Can't Buy Me Love. <laughs> That's a good movie, too. <laughs> oh, shit. That's okay. That's all right. But all in all, it's a good movie. I just don't like what was on at the end, I guess. I enjoy the movie. I, I appreciate all, all the technical stuff. You know the way they zoom. The way it's filmed. I would have liked a little. Frame. 
Yeah, I would have liked a little explanation about who Mother is. See, yeah. I, and I love the fact that they don't do any of that. And it, it, she takes a babysitting gig. She's at this creepy house. They manage to make it really spooky that she's just literally walking around the house. Yet I'm intrigued and it's scary. And then she faints, wakes up, and is part of the satanic sort of ritual. And it just gets creepier and gorier and bloodier. But she does get away a little easy. I, admittedly, that I don't know if that's necessarily takes anything away from my enjoyment of the movie. But I thought that whole ending was gory. Like she slips in the blood, trips over the body, is covered in blood at the end, manages to sort of, well, not kill them all, but do some damage there, um, and then escape and decides to blow her own brains out and hope that that kills her. And it doesn't. And we're left wondering what's going to happen to her next because she's alive and pregnant and lying in a hospital bed. And the movie ends. Uh, I mean... I, yeah, it doesn't answer any questions. We're kind of given little hints here and there, and that's about it. But I, yeah, I uh, I had no issues with that. What if the nurse at the end was Tom Noonan? <laughs> <laughs> Before she gives birth to a six foot six baby, or Toby. What if it was Toby from Popcorn and he wearing <laughs> one of his uh, new faces? <laughs> D. Wallace is connected to him. She yeah. actually. Yeah, she fucked. Um, what's his name? What's yeah. the guy's name? <laughs> That's where... and Toby L- Lanyard, Lanyard Gates. Yeah, him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she I fucked a bad guy in both movies. I can't believe we talked about popcorn. We never mentioned Lanyard Gates. I know. Because <laughs> the, the minute they started talking about Lanyard Gates, I was like, "That's the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard in my life." Yeah, it's it did Lanyard stupid. Gates. Yeah, but it's a yeah. perfect name for a horror movie. I'll tell you what. This is Ty West. This is probably my favorite Ty West movie. This is in my top ten Ty West movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I I I still say In Innskeepers is my uh my favorite Ty West film. I do like that. Yeah, this is that... Innskeepers are mine. I like Sacrament as well. Not not to the same extent. I know Dave oh, is not your don't favorite. Get started yet. <laughs> yeah, what a, he's, he's yeah. heating up over there. <laughs> nah, no, I like this film, even though you know it's weird. You know, I spent a lot of time. We all kind of did, you know, nitpicking things, but you know that's that's what we do. But now Christian, Christian blew it. You blew it the whole review, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Get off your knees. You're blowing the review. I was cupping the balls as well. While I was get off your it. knees. You're blowing the review. Hey, we didn't do shout outs. Do do a shout out. Like to no give time a like the pr- present. At, I'd like to give a shout out to my arms for always being for always being by my side. Oh. Get the fuck Whoa. out of here. Yeah, no more shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. And also my fingers, because I can always count on them. <laughs> shit. How about Christian? I'll give a shout out for Christian. Because he's, uh, he's going to, he's, all this shit he's been talking about horophilia, and I got three shows, and now he's going to have three shows on the network. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know about three yet. I have to get TGIF on there. Oh, I thought I thought it was I thought it was a um. From what I heard, I, I thought it was a, a, a given. Oh, it was. You know, good. I'm not like I'm not liking the fact that you guys are starting to spread yourself a little thin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, sorry, Brandon, but that's a given. Uh, and Dave, the uh, TGIF thirteen thing is going to happen. I just haven't. I just threw it out there. To Jason, I haven't pulled the trigger yet because I've been doing too much watching these movies, catching up on found footage, and then we recorded the other show. So, right. um, 
Yeah, it doesn't I, matter. You put out the shows when you put them out. He doesn't rush you. Yeah, <laughs> you don't care. You can I'm put starting out a new podcast show too. Every two months for all the years. No, yeah. yeah. Brandon, you're not allowed yet. Uh, I don't know. I am the, yeah. the ABCs of found footage. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your contract. You can't do another show. Or the, the ABCs of, of exposed horror. Exposed. We got a five a five year non compete. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep, we got you wrapped up, man. Yeah. Rookie of the year. I just watched ninety seven films in the last six weeks and yeah, you better I, not and, be putting that review and, anywhere but on the show. And it's for one show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One show. Yep. You got your own segment every week. You just say what you want to say. <laughs> That's it. And what are you going to say? What are you? Are we going to ratings then for uh, the movie that I blew? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You're you're fucking. You're blowing it. You may as well give it your uh, your ten. Yeah, give it your uh, your your Toxic Avenger, your Lord of <laughs> Illusions. <laughs> I didn't give Lord of Illusions a ten. I wanted to give it a ten, but I didn't. I'm giving this. I thought movie... you did. I thought you did give it a ten. No, I think I gave it a nine and a half. Yeah, I don't oh. think you gave it a ten. I thought you said fuck it. And I'm giving it a ten. Eh, maybe I did. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm giving this a ten. My memory is like Dave's all of a sudden. Me? I'm not yeah. that high. What, what ten no, did I give? My memory. My memory. Oh, his memory. Oh, your oh, witch. Your, sim- your simpleness is rubbing off on him. What the fuck? Uh, the witch, I give it a 30 out of 10. <laughs> For every time I watched it. Boo! I give this movie, I give House of the Devil a 9 out of 10. Wow. Nice. You do love this movie. That is yeah. very high. Yeah, it is high. Well, here's my feelings on the movie. I, 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 I really enjoy the movie. Um, But there's just a couple things. There's nothing bad. I mean, just, just a couple things that I wish were done differently. So, uh, this comes at a 7.5 for me. Yeah, it, it's weird because I want to rate this movie so much higher. Because even the things that I was nitpicking in Christian's, Christian's defense, he likes the fact that they didn't, you know, force feed you all this stuff. You know, when, when you know, certainly today's films sometimes do that. Because this film was trying to be like an older film, and it succeeded in that. In that sense, it's a, it's a nine, maybe even higher. But for me, in terms of my overall enjoyment of it, and again, this was just a second time view. I would, I will watch this movie again, but I'm going to come in with a seven point five. Okay. Wow. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. The first, the first movie, I have the same rating as Christian, and the second movie, I have the same rating as Brandon. Yeah, I, you know, I, and and I told Christian before we started recording, I said this this is going to be an interesting review because this was a film that honestly, two and a half point range I I was in I I. I could have gone as low as as a six if you guys had had picked it apart and disliked it, <laughs> and and I could have gone as high as eight eight and a half. Yeah, if you guys had maybe like said something that I was like, oh, I never thought of that. But you know, but honestly, it, it it's a good film. It's worth checking out. It's worth owning. Yeah, I own it. I have the blue. I've had it for a long time. Yeah, I actually don't own it. I, I actually I rented it from Netflix, so I I need to. I need to actually own the film because I, I, I like it. I want to. I'm intrigued by it. I'll tell you what. The first time I saw it, I might have given it like an eight and a half. See, it's funny. The first time I watched it, I remember being very underwhelmed. I probably would have been 
been at like a six, six and a half. Really? Yeah, I my I just my, to Dave. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely went up this viewing because I I appreciate slower burn. I like slow burn films. I appreciate you know the style. Yeah, man. And that more than you know when the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, you know, a new horror movie that's getting you know all the rage. You know, I hope it's gory and crazy. And then you watch it, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it's not. That's <laughs> two minutes, but it's it's. A, I guess it's polarizing to a lot of people because they they wanted us to to talk about it. I never would have never when we when we put it out there. I never would have guessed that House of the Devil would have gotten all those votes. Yeah, you know, um, I was a, I was surprised. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I I enjoyed that. You know, I'm here for you, the listeners, to speak on your behalf. <laughs> Nine out of ten. <laughs> Nine out of ten, and what did you give? Oh, okay, seven and a half. That's right. Yeah, it seems like there's one high rating every week. It seems oh. like Christians become the new me. I know he is. Yes, Christians, Christians just giving out tens left and right. I, I would have given. I've given out one, possibly two tens. Hey, relax. You two tens. <laughs> that was You're definitely one. higher. Yeah, man. You're definitely um, higher than uh, than than uh, than Brandon lately. Yeah, it's weird. I I think look what's happening. Remember what happened at the end of last year when I'd watched 159, 160 movies from last year, and I was burning out. And now I'm starting to burn out because I'm reaching the end of the list. Hmm. And I'm also starting to watch 2016 films. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. More of those coming. And next show, there's going to be a, a a new movie again. We just don't know what. It's only going to be one movie because we're, we're doing that format. You know? We're doing one movie next show? Yes, because it's, nice. a, um, it's one away from the big one. See? Ooh, the so big it goes, one. Well, yeah, the big one's when we do three movies uh, on the fives or the tens. Oh, you that's know what right. I'm saying? So that's yeah. how it's going to be. So the, the the movie, the show before the big one and after the big one, it's going to be just one oh. movie. That's oh, it. it's, a, it's a big one. Yeah, it's, it's sandwiched. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a oh it's a big one. <laughs> Mind yeah. you, that scene in uh, Caddyshack 2, when he's like, what's your, when he asks about his nationality and Jackie Mason says, my mother was like half Irish, half German, half Polish. And he's like, that's three halves. Oh, she was a big woman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Caddyshack 2, of all things. Caddyshack 2 is a great film. Very underrated. Yeah. I've heard people say that recently. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not. Jackie Mason's too. absolutely hilarious in it. He's a poor man's Rodney. <laughs> I just can't take anyone in that, in that kind of role. He might be hilarious, and he may. I just can't, I just can't give him a chance. I, I guess. I don't know. Because you miss Rodney. Yeah, because I miss Rodney. That's right. <laughs> That's true. And, and and Chevy Chase trying to do Bill Murray's part. Is it Chevy? No, it's Dan Aykroyd. Sorry. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd trying to do Bill Murray's part is fucking horrible. It's the I never, worst I never he's ever done. It is. I never thought uh, Rodney was the best part of Caddyshack 1, though. Well, One he's definitely part a, a good chunk of the, the reason good. Rodney, no, Ted, Ted, Ted White. Knight, Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Hey, Knight. Everybody, Ted we're all going to get Ted laid. Ted the movie. <laughs> I said Ted White. I said Ted White. Ted White. Yeah, Ted fucking... White was good at Oh, Ted White's <laughs> awesome. He 
played fucking. Hello, boy. I'll show you. I'll show you. And then he starts setting his shoes on fire. Yes. Yeah. That that part's Wait. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, Grandpa. I'm playing tennis today. You're playing golf. <laughs> it's great, man. And that that's and that's how we end our show today. Talking about Caddyshack. It's been coming all day. Caddyshack. <laughs> so yeah. I want a hot dog. I want a. <laughs> You'll get nothing, nothing and like it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, shit. So, yeah. It, 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 I didn't mean to call him Ted White. I'm like fucking Jason on the brain. I pictured fucking Jason from the final chapter on the golf course. <laughs> Ted White, you know. He, when he chopped the head off that gopher. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. One more Friday reference on the way out, too. So, yeah. Next show. Oh, we're supposed to have a special guest next show. So we'll see if it, I'm not going to say who it is, just in case he can't record on that day. But or she, to, or she, yes, <laughs> we're going to have a special guest. So we'll see. That that's the plan. That and one movie. So that'll be episode 14. So Ooh. hope you enjoyed episode 13, listener's choice. Again, we went long, and but we had fun. So hope you guys liked it. We had fun. Jesus, yeah. someone told me. Never tell a little me. bit. We'll do better next time. We'll have more fun next show, I think, though. I hope so. Yeah. We, every, every show was more fun. That's why I say that, see? Or Christian, more fun. Christian, yeah. get off your knees. You're blowing the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing the devil. <laughs> it's a great film. It's a great fucking film. I'm blowing the devil. I don't care. You suck cock in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That's a great okay. movie in 1974. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, 74. What a year. <laughs> you have the only year. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, we gotta get out of here, man. So, yeah. again, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next episode. Anybody have anything to say before we drop out? Just good night. All right, good night.